0: Today on the program... I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not... Oh, hi, Mark. It's the Disaster Artist. Welcome to the Rewatch Party, I am your host Nick Joining me as always are the disgruntled crew to my vision Los and Brandon, how are you guys doing? Hey, how's
1: it going? Howdy, howdy,
0: howdy Welcome back, got the Lose results from... of the test back oh, I geez. definitely have breast cancer Okay Because okay.
1: <laughs> that's how everybody reacts Yeah When they get the diagnosis
0: uh, Also joining us is my sister Adele Hello Welcome
2: The famous singer Adele The famous, yeah you have yeah, heard, heard. heard of her before
0: Yeah, the same one, the exact same one. Uh, Today we are talking about the Disaster Artist from 2017, which is funny because in my opening line, you can see I have The Room written. So even I got confused in my opening notes. Uh, No, Disaster Artist, directed by and starring James Franco. Oh, yeah, my man. Old Jimmy Frank. Uh, I was going to say that this is his directorial debut, but no, this is not.
2: Didn't he do 128 hours?
0: No, he starred in, but he didn't direct that one. Uh, he has 41 directing credits. This dude has been directing for a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, the only other one I've actually heard of is 112263, which is based on a Stephen King book. Uh-huh.
1: That's a good. It's a like a miniseries or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good. Where it's like
0: he goes back in time to stop the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, it's kind of like a um, what
1: is it called? Where they take like. The historical events and kind of twist it a little bit. Yeah, kind uh, of a,
0: a what if story. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's,
2: it's uh, so that's on Hulu. You want to try to watch it, but that's one of the coolest uh, little miniseries I've ever seen. Eleven twenty two sixty three. 63? Yeah. He, I mean, one. he like walks into a diner. Well, he goes into a diner a lot, and this diner's got a pantry. And when he goes into it, he steps into 19.
0: 19- so the pantry is the time machine?
2: Essentially, Something like yeah. That. And it goes into, he goes to 1960 and uh, Oh,
0: so he has to camp out for a few years. That's right. But, <laughs> so as, long as,
2: any, as long as he stays there, but if he comes back, he's only spent, I think it's like 15 minutes. Yeah, it's in the a very world?
1: short. doesn't matter how long he stayed there, like 10, 15 minutes have only passed in his time. And the reason wow. why he knows about this
2: pantry is because the guy who owns the diner and the chef, he's like, he went to go get him something from the back and comes back looking like fucking old, like really much older and beat up. And he's like, I can't do this anymore. And, uh, just basically lets him in on the the secret, and he goes tries to go back to try to stop the assassination of.
0: So, how do you control when you go back to?
2: It always goes back to the same time, uh, three years before uh, the shooting. Of it's the a K. Very, K. Specific very. Well. very
0: specific time traveling pantry.
2: that's very <laughs> odd, but it it gives it, it exists right where it is in that time as well. So, 1960, <laughs> you're at that same diner, but it's not there. It's just some sort of lot.
0: Weird. All right, I'll have to check it out. I know it was based on a Stephen King book, right? Wasn't that Stephen King? Of course thing? it is. Of course, of course it is. He's like the what William Shakespeare. It? You got to talk into... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. All right. Um, so, yes, there, there's that that we just saw. Talk... And then also he apparently made a documentary about Bukowski, which I would like to see. Oh. James Franco talking about Charles Bukowski. That seems like that would be oh, very interesting. I
2: thought you were talking about Bukowski, and I was like, I don't no, want to watch dude. that. Oh, okay. I heard he's really into that with the, uh, with the co-eds.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Franco and the. And he does like his facials. Um, So. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, as we all know, this is the story of the room, the infamous The Room. Uh, So, it's, I mean, or maybe it's more the story of Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. As opposed to The Room. But. No, it's the
2: the story of Greg. It's because it's from Greg's...
0: uh, Greg's book that he wrote after the complete clusterfuck that was hanging out with Tommy and making The Room. And so he wrote a book called The Disaster Artist that then uh, Franco turned into this movie. So also Tommy himself approves of 99.9% of this movie. He says it is accurate and he approves of everything except the lighting in the very first scene of the movie. He thought the lighting was off. And also didn't like how terrible James Franco was at throwing a football. <laughs> yep, exactly. Other than that, this is completely accurate. <laughs> so, uh, you and I went to see this in theater together when it came out.
2: We did. We held hands and yeah. we watched it. And Shared buttered popcorn together.
1: You had a little date.
2: Had yeah, a little,
0: we had little, man, a little date. man date. Had some scotchka.
1: Just sit uh one seat in between.
0: Oh no, yeah. no, there was no spacer seat. Oh. No. no,
1: you can't do that these days. You buy the two
2: seats you get, and they're next to each well, other. Well, this was
0: 2017. Yeah. You know, this was the before times. You
2: could still, like, go online and... Uh, <laughs> it's a different time. You order. could. You had you the option of
0: ordering seats, but it wasn't the the, the the thing like it is now. Went
2: to the draft house, no?
0: Uh, I don't remember if this, but then the draft house was when we went to the room, like, party viewing. And that was like the same week, wasn't it? When they, didn't we see these basically back-to-back? I feel
2: like they were close together. Right?
0: Yeah, very close together.
1: Did they give you the spoons?
0: Yeah, the spoons throw, and you and get the, the little football? footballs. Yeah. That, I had that plastic football in my car for years <laughs> <laughs> after we went to that because you need a football for it's the room. It's really
2: the only way to watch the room and have a great I agree.
0: Room. Like, people would just get up in the aisles and, and play catch and, and do stuff. And, of course, you have to, like, count how long each shot of the bro- or the Golden Gate Bridge is and, and all the stupid <laughs> stuff it's that goes on. Long with. cut oh my god there's so much just filler b-roll in that movie but we're not talking about that movie we're talking about disaster artists so this movie opens with uh, a bunch of interviews of random celebrities all talking about how much they love the room mm-hmm. uh, like Adam Scott Ben Wyatt himself from uh, Parks and Rec was one of them um, oh man I don't remember who all there was I don't know five or six uh, stuff you I would go back and try yeah. and get on that set just to watch and feel what it was like because it yes that was him yeah the people like they even throw around the word auteur not a director he's auteur like uh, being a little bit liberal with that word i think <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> there's a pretty big difference between director and auteur and tommy Wiseau is not an auteur technically a director at best um so uh, yeah, they all want to be on the set. They all want to know Tommy. They all want to see how the movie was made. Anyway, so then we cut to David Franco. My man. <laughs> sure. Uh, he's playing Greg Sestero, the author of the book. I'm so happy I have you as my best friend. Yeah. Also, eventually, uh, Tommy's best friend. So he's sitting in acting class, and they're doing Waiting for Godot. But the guy mispronounces it. He's like, Same. we're going to die if... Got it, doesn't get here. I don't remember how he mispronounces it, but he totally screws up Godot. Uh, Melanie Griffith plays the teacher. This this movie is just completely packed full of cameos. Oh, yeah. It's pretty great. Um, But she hates Greg's performance, as it was, like, painful to watch, right? So they go and sit down, and then Tommy comes up. Here's James Franco himself, done up, as Tommy was so... Um, and he's doing the Marlon Brando bit from the end of *Streetcar Named Desire*.
2: Have you ever seen it before? I have. You have?
0: Yeah, I have seen *Streetcar Named Desire*. Uh, Mrs. Zimmer made us watch yeah, that I've seen it in high me. school. Um.
3: Stella.
0: Oh yeah. Stella. Do we get a Stella? Stella.
3: Stella. Stella. <laughs>
0: climbing the walls and writhing around on the floor. You know, if you're just listening is, to it,
2: it sounds okay. It sounds like, oh, what's, what's he doing so bad? Yeah, great? what's going on?
0: <laughs> but in, in a streetcar named Desire, he's like outside and she, you know, has a bedroom up on the second floor. So he's like yelling up at her window and he screams it twice maybe three times but he's just trying to get her attention so this whole thing no that's not that's at all that's funny
2: because that's probably the only thing you actually would know if you heard about Streetcar or something yeah
0: Streetcar Named Desire just Marlon Brown going Stella yeah, everyone his, knows Stella beer. from yeah.
2: Flanders doing it in The <laughs> yeah. <in some> Simpsons
0: <laughs> so uh, when he you knew he, that he was ripped Yes. That, officer,
2: you'd be like, what the
0: fuck? <laughs> well, because Marlon Brando, that was like early Brando. See, he was young and like really, really in shape. That was, and you know, of course, we all know Brando is old fat guy. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. But no, uh, young Brando was quite a handsome dude and and quite jacked. In fact, when Stallone or our shitter himself put out the first Rocky movie everybody thought oh this could be the next Brando and look they how good he acts and they and don't then need to track down an back an back and, the glass tables. and then they're like oh no that's <laughs> just actually how he talks never mind <laughs> oops so yeah he overdoes the streetcar bit um now Greg wants to be friends with him because he's like I'm shy and I don't know how to just like let loose and you're fearless man I show me the, show me the ways of the Tommy Okay, uh, and so he comes to pick him up like the next day, and he rolls up in this Mercedes, and Greg's like playing catch in the street with some neighborhood kids. Because football. Because football, and so he's like, "Man, none of my friends have cars this nice." Because your friends all kids, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> it was just great. Are your
1: kids? Are your friends twelve? <laughs> yeah,
0: but there's like, you get in the car, Greg, and bring hey. football. Yeah, <laughs> so. Your friend, <laughs> yeah. Oh, your friend, little kid. Are your, your friend, yeah. little kid. your friend, little kid. Your
2: friend, little kid.
0: I mean, Franco had to do so much preparation for this.
2: You got to hang out with the dude.
0: Yeah, which, it's, Jesus it's, Christ, I couldn't even it. imagine what that's like. Actually hanging out with Tommy Wiseau. I so. bet you
2: he may be one of the only people that actually know where he's from originally. He's probably How's, been able to
0: dig into The answer him. to those three questions Surely that we never get. Surely
4: had to sit and practice just like losing letters out of words because these yeah. words are just like almost real words but
0: yeah he also doesn't <laughs> like articles so right. there's never the kids or the anything it's just yeah your friends a kid
1: hey if there's one thing you're gonna be it's gotta be efficient
0: that's right that's just right get it out there. He's, why,
1: he's, why use much words when few do that's right uh was
0: it kevin yes. kevin from the office yeah why use much words when few words do job or something like that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so they go to this diner and he's like forces Greg to act out a scene. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the Tempest. I don't remember what the play was that they were reading. But Greg's like, I don't, man, we're, we're, we're literally in fucking public. Dude, are we doing this? Like, you want to be fearless? Come on.
2: Uh, That's and, like, yeah, first step. Just go ahead and stop just being just fearless. start doing it. Just do it.
0: And uh, he gets them to do it and they end up standing and screaming at each other and really getting into the scene. And then at the end of it, like the whole diner really awkwardly applauds them like you did it. Thing, I guess Too slow
3: class No, you know are yeah. not That yawn Yon iron bar Is a swift conductor Fred uh, <laughs> <Brett> Darden bell puller <laughs> uh, uh, are, are you frantic Are you frantic Never touch bell wire In a thunderstorm oh, wow. Nor ring wow. a bell Of any sort Wow How about this good? guy <laughs> Wow <laughs> Thank you Wow Everybody got lucky today You don't have to pay For this performance <laughs>
4: <laughs> what not have
0: thanks oh man so
4: <laughs> it's just
0: <sighs> franco really really knocks out of the park in this movie so now we get back to tommy's building and his apartment in san francisco where they're at right the start in san francisco and he's like walking around looking at pictures like where are you from i'm from new orleans he,
1: what
2: do you, is he Bane?
1: <laughs> yeah, you did. I don't <laughs> Bane, yeah.
0: uh, Every impression I have is just Bane, in some way or form. Uh, Bane was so. Yeah. Bane. Bane was so. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh,
4: oh, oh, There are some similarities. Oh,
0: yeah. you're adopted acting. I was, I was born, born into it. Oh, hi,
4: <laughs> Oh, Oh, hi, Mark.
0: Oh, hi, Mark. I did not hit her. I did I was trying not. Trying to figure out what he sounded like. Thank you. For- <laughs> it is bullshit. <laughs> you are tearing me apart, Leisha, and now I will break your back. It works. That, that might make it a better movie. <laughs> oh, if Bane, if Tom yes, Hardy's Bane yes. was instead of Tommy Wiseau, uh, this I summer, would, I would believe Tom Hardy is, is Tommy, Tommy Wiseau. Wiseau. In, In the room, the room. <laughs> You're tearing
2: me apart, Lisa.
0: <laughs> so anyway, how's your sex life? <laughs> um, no, so he starts asking the questions, and and I, I say the questions. I mean, they come up repeatedly throughout the movie, and even the little like Animal House style catch-up scroll thing at the end of the movie say nobody ever knows the answers to these three questions. So how old are you? Where are you from? Where's the money coming from? Where's the fucking Where's money, the fucking money shit I think it's down there. Let me take a look. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you're not golfer, are you? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> they talk about why do you want to get into acting? And, he, and and Tommy has this big story about like he got in an accident. And, right. and while he was in the hospital, he's like, I. Well, that explains the money. Duh. It's a big settlement. A lawsuit. Yeah, dude,
2: come on. <laughs> he does. It does re, uh, uh, say a lot and reveal a lot in this little conversation. Um, You know, he does say what he wants to do. And he after that accident, he's like, I'm going to, you know, not be ashamed and just do whatever I want.
0: I, I could die at any minute. So why waste any time not doing what I want to do and fuck everything else? That's right. Which is great. He's and, and a
4: couple insightful things here.
0: You know? Yeah, it was. <laughs> and then Greg's like, oh, because I saw Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's going, and Tommy's like, I'll Home Alone too. Which there was a Home Alone too. I don't know if that was supposed to be. Okay, but
2: no, he just says he loves Home Alone.
0: No, he said he was Home Alone. Like, <laughs> I
2: was. Oh, he was Home Alone. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was Home Alone too. I
2: was Home
5: Alone too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, oh, uh, yeah, so now they're watching uh, James Dean and Rebel Without a Cause because James Dean, of course, made exactly three movies, uh, although one gross. of them is kind of For questionable. A minute. But
1: a minute ago, you said you didn't care if he drinks. He said a little drink. You're tearing
0: me apart. Oh, my God. So
5: right that's, the,
0: that's, the, that's from Rebel Without a Cause, yeah, which I don't get. I have watched Rebel Without a Cause, and it's just, James Dean's this rebellious teenager. Nobody can tell him what to do. Dang it! And then he races a car up the hill to the top of Griffith Observatory and wrecks his car and dies. And that's the movie.
1: Yeah, really? Yeah. Wait. So it was based on true
0: events? Because he did wreck his car, <laughs> and die. but he wrecks his car on the side of a road. somewhere. he didn't. At the, but if you go up to Griffith Observatory, there's a bust of him. They like have a statue of James oh. Dean because it was such a big part of the movie. Wait, he had, we yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah. Yeah. he had
1: titties? Yeah, yeah, we went there.
0: Yeah, titties? He did. And, and you could milk him. Whoa. Greg.
1: So it had nipples
0: <laughs> on it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my statue has nipples, Greg. Can you milk it? Um,
1: so Liam Neeson ain't got no statues. <laughs> Liam Neeson Go ain't got no
0: statues? Uh, but no, so James Dean, like, he had a couple of movies- but if he but wasn't wouldn't have, he
4: supposed to be like known for being just so handsome,
0: yeah, and he's such an amazing actor. No, he's a fucking kid that made a couple of movies and then died, and that's why he's famous. Like, why if, do you
2: think people th- love Kurt Cobain today? exactly? If
0: he wouldn't have died when he did, then it wouldn't be such a big deal, yeah. Because I mean, there Rebel- is
2: always that he's not gonna be able to mess up exactly. in the future or anything like that. And it was like, oh, he's so
0: awesome. No, he I had a movie where he acted like a pissed off teenager. Whoopity doo. So did Emilio Estevez. He did it for 40 years. <laughs> fucking get over it, James Dean. I
1: mean, that's what happens when you don't age.
0: Yeah. Charlie. That's why Charlie Sheen had that fucking breakdown in the early 2000s. He's pissed off that his younger brother still looks 12.
1: Well, that's amazing. With the I lack keep of- getting older and he stays the same age. Well, oh, so okay. the blowing hookers don't.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. It's all that tiger's blood he had or whatever he fucking talked about in that interview. He probably
2: did. He probably did have that uh, tiger's blood. Yeah, yeah. He got it. Well, he got it actually from uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Robert Downey's like, dude, this totally helped me. Look where I'm. I'm fucking Iron Man. Do you not see me? Like five years ago, I was I was about to go to jail. I'm, <laughs> right, here, he I'm Iron jail. Man. Done,
0: yeah, yeah. Because Robert's thing was he like had a big old bender, and then somebody woke up one morning and he was had broken into their house and was passed out on their couch, and they're like, "What the fuck?" So they called the cops on him. He got arrested. And that's when he's like, maybe I need to get my shit together. And he For did. the third time. Yeah. <laughs> and then he did. Now he's Iron Man and Sherlock Holmes. So he, and well, that
2: was actually all due to the tiger's blood. And Dr. Doolittle. He drank the tiger's blood and became a successful oh, man. So he gave some to Charlie Sheen. So that
0: was part of the cleanup process. Uh, was the tiger's blood. That's like the, the purification. That's oh, how you oh, yeah. kick the That's how you kick the monkey.
2: Well, tiger's blood is a rehab clinic. Oh, I thought they meant actual tiger's blood. <laughs> oh, well, it's called blood. tiger's blood rehab clinic. We gave him the <laughs> the admission card. Oh, the
0: old. TBRC, right?
2: Yeah, Charlie Sheen <laughs> said he went. He said he was all about the Tiger's blood, but he went for like a day and then left. Well,
0: yeah, he had he had way too much of a affiliation with the for porn blood, stars.
2: He would be a uh, fucking. He would be the Green Lantern or something. <laughs> He'd be
0: other insert comic book hero here. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of one.
2: <laughs> I wanted to go more obscure, though. Oh
0: yeah, yeah well yeah, I mean, it couldn't couldn't be. They're almost I mean... all of
2: <laughs> all the obscure ones are now officially.
0: I know, mainstream. like. Oh, man, I rant for another time. Like I'm a fan <laughs> of comic books and in general, the comic book movies are fine, but it's like, oh, how can we milk this more? Let's make a fucking movie about Shang-Chi. Not, not that just anything wrong, but was that a big enough character that he needs his own movie? You know, really? by the way, does Black Widow need her I own movie? I saw the
2: trailer for that and I realized that's the guy from Kim's Convenience, this uh, South Korean uh, family owning a convenience store mm-hmm. show that's on Netflix that I'm really into. I think it's really funny. Sorry. I digress. No, that's the point of the show. Digress,
0: please. Um, I just don't know anything about this character. It's like, how are you? So like, it's one one thing if you like, okay, Black Widow has been in every Marvel movie for the past 15 years. So I guess we know this character now, but now you give us a movie. That's her precursor story. Like we don't need her origin story. We've known her for 15 years. Give us her own adventure or something like this is fucking stupid. But then you just throw, here's a character. And now about, here's the Eternals. Nobody knows who that is. Stop already. The,
2: the, the, the fucking Batman movies. We didn't have an origin story till.
0: Oh, we had way too many of them. Every Batman movie had the origin it, story. All it we had we, was we the, know about that Pearl necklace. You Neckles remember, that, yeah, you remember about about the, the Pearls. pearls. That's, that's, that's all I know. you need to
2: know. But uh, to have Joker have its own background thing, you know, right. they were trying to. See, but Joker, on all everybody that.
0: knows Joker. I'm just saying Marvel's like Cruella. really digging deep. We're
2: just trying to. It's not yeah, they are digging deep. Marvel, Marvel's, sure. Marvel's
0: now digging deep. I, They're
4: just never going to stop, so they have to. Right,
0: like pull. we need, we need a third rate characters. What's that, the uh,
2: what's the 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 squid octu- octopus in the Little Mermaid's name? Ursula. Yeah, uh, I need to watch uh, her uh, origin her origin story
1: in. Oh, uh, it's a matter. It's probably in I want to see Rosie right O'Donnell now. player. What were the eels name? That's I've always wanted to Rosie see
0: O'Donnell wouldn't even need a makeup or wardrobe probably. To play, but uh, oh <laughs> I'm just kidding, Rosie. Don't
2: you just don't lost her. Dude. She's li- she listens every fucking I, day. Well, she
0: does. I know she emails and now she's going to be really pissed off. And there's the one thing you don't want to be is on Rosie O'Donnell's bad side.
2: And she's not going to fling those little things at you anymore. Those uh, rubbery ball things.
5: <laughs> what?
2: Those rubbery- yeah, what are you talking I don't about? remember that. Is that a thing? Sorry, but you know what? That's for the people that know Rosie. Is that <laughs> something? See, that's that why she listens. Because share that.
0: <laughs> you don't know. Ro- you don't know Rosie like that. Obviously, she's been listening because of me. Because um, I know well, her history. I, I mean,
2: Apparently, that's
1: him
0: why everybody. And Rosie er, that's why everybody. Listens, when she got so.
2: stuck in that well, and the the boys <laughs> oh from the Man Show saved her. <laughs> oh God, I was all dude. there. I was there for every
0: minute of it. Wait, wait, uh, Rogan
1: and Stanhope, or Ken uh, Kimmel and. Uh, Adam Carolla, which, uh, which yeah. man show are you talking about? The, uh, the it's real one. to be and
0: Carolla. Yeah. That, Stan Hope and fucking Rogan. That was. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Tosh
1: had a funny joke
2: when because he had he didn't have one. <laughs> 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 I think he's funny as uh, a uh, No, but his no, joke was uh, like he Tosh. had uh, it was on his show and he had the boys on from the man show on. He uh-huh. like, we got the man show, the good, the good one, and it was uh, Stug, uh, Stug Hope, Stug <laughs> and Stan <laughs> Stan Hope, and Stan Rogan. Stan Rogan.
0: <laughs> was pretty good. I, I like Taj when he's, he, I like how he would, I mean, obviously he would have good rants about whatever or whoever he's talking about, but he was also very self-deprecating in a funny way where he's like, shut the fuck up, Betty. You like, I don't know. You shop yeah. at Kmart and blah, 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 blah. And I'm a celebrity on TV.
2: Barely. <laughs> no, I you like
0: you like that kind of no, stuff that, yeah, i liked how he I mean, dig at himself i like when they well. dig at themselves you know so he, he's so humble he's humble. <laughs> so humble that's what i love about so, daniel Tosh. that's what i love it's about that, tommy was so yeah so bringing it back james franco uh no Uh so he's probably pretty humble james franco i'm sure is i'm sure james franco actually would be a great hang like if you had to pick celebrities that you would legitimately want to like go out, and have a beer, spend the day hanging out with, I feel Franco would be pretty cool. Seth, Seth
5: Rogen
2: or Franco?
0: Seth Rogen, of course. Can we Seth
4: Rogen and Franco?
2: No, no, no. Because they're oh, not well, friends I, anymore. I kind of
0: feel like if you get one, you're getting the other. No, they're no, not no, friends
4: no. anymore. he said they're not friends anymore. What? Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, they 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 don't publicly hang out anymore because of the whole thing with Franco and the and the underage, not underage, oh, yeah, but college he did students. Have a, he did have
0: a thing, right? Oh.
2: Uh, the Me Too stuff that happened. So he's been out of the limelight for a few years.
0: But, I mean, he just was sleeping with young girls, right? I mean, he wasn't like raping them or. No,
2: he was not raping them at all. He was. It was a power thing.
0: Sure. Which uh, is another. That's, that's the Me Too part so of it. So you can. St- Women well, yeah. felt
2: like they. If they didn't do it or something, I don't know. They felt, I, I like don't know. I'm not going to talk about it. Situation. It's uh, yeah.
0: like Ryan Adams, the songwriter, did the same thing. Like, hey, I can totally help you out with your career and help you be a musician. And then he fucks it's him, a, it's him a and then never talks to him again.
2: You know, I used to say, like, uh. Chris Hemsworth would never get me, to. You know, every girl that he talks to just swoons. Like, you could say whatever and do whatever. And James Turk, I used to always think, oh, no, he's like, a, well, he's not as handsome conventionally, but when he was in Freaks and Geeks, he was like that heartthrob
0: kind of James. Yeah, Jeannie I think he's cute. He's he's yeah. a cute guy, and but all Got right. So again, right here. again, we're not. You don't know, just meet two people. What we're saying is Chris Hemsworth hasn't fucking abused his power for sex.
2: That's oh yes, absolutely okay.
0: <laughs> so there's a big difference <laughs> here. Uh, yeah, Chris well, Hemsworth. So on, pretty, I don't think that's you know actually you know thing. who's never gonna have a scandal pop up and ruin their career just to throw completely left field. Nobody. Ever will come out and say this man did this to me, and we have to stop loving him. Alex Weird Chebeck. Al. Weird Al. Okay,
4: Weird
0: Al. Well, definitely not Alex Trebek. He's dead now. But there's even before that,
4: <laughs> even before the dead thing,
0: even before the dead thing. Yeah, it's hard to cancel. He God canceled him. He's done.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's the ultimate cancellation.
0: It is the ultimate one. No, Weird Al, man. He's 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 the only pure one.
1: He's and maybe busy. Chris
0: Hemsworth. Maybe Chris Hemsworth. I don't think Chris Hemsworth is gonna.
1: Wait, wait, and Alex. I mean, I just walked into the yeah. into this conversation, but Alex Trebek isn't like pure and. I mean, and, he's
0: dead now, so it's
1: well, right? I'd say he's got to pass the torch. That's oh, okay. right. Oh, he passed. It. Actually, there was or, a. You missed the
2: ceremony. It was. Or, like they passed it over. Or to maybe Riddell.
0: LeVar Burton. Lavar Burton seems like a good one.
2: Well, he's been in the running, but uh, it's still too old-fashioned in that uh, tradition there, and they're, they're trying, trying to change it. Yeah, be a little more progressive. <laughs> really were like, like, yeah, you're
4: a
3: little
2: you could just, you know,
0: not white.
4: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, Because goddamn that fucking Jeopardy fucking thing. And now the guy that's going to be the host is the executive producer of Jeopardy. I mean come oh, on Oh that's going to be terrible. I, wait wait uh, they made Everybody there's been, a, uh, there's been there's been an internet campaign for for months, basically since Trebek died like just make fucking Lavar Burton the entire
1: show just needs to be canceled or do just that let but it, it was die like just that.
0: fucking Lavar Burton taught us all how to read his kids Lavar Burton fucking Lavar Burton everybody loves Lavar Burton just make him the goddamn host of Jeopardy and he got 1 week to be a guest host yeah. when everybody else got 2 and his one week was like right at the start of the Olympics. So of course, nobody's fucking nobody's watching. watching. So then they're like, well, he had shit ratings. Never mind. And on. and so who they picked as their actual host out of all the guest hosts they had, they picked the guy who's the executive fucking producer for the past 20 years. Well, it's like wait, in wait Horrible Bosses is when he, Kevin Spacey's like, hey, there's a promotion. Oh, I'm going to give it to myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, he's probably literally the only guy that can do Alex Trebek's job. I mean, he is the producer of
0: this anybody show can do it. Years. you get all the qu- all you have to do is be like hey well, how do you pronounce this word correctly other know. than that you just read a fucking card and talk to people <laughs> hey i hear that you like to work on engines yeah I that's know, true man. i have a garage where <laughs> that's great next guest i feel like, like- <laughs> they get exactly two and a half seconds to talk about themselves and then you move on
1: i don't know man i feel like you're being pretty harsh it yeah. seems like all somebody would be able to say about you oh you just fix an electrical switch at work and that's it yeah yeah that's oh, what I is do. that true? Oh, that's
2: <laughs> yeah. True. Oh, well, then maybe it's why? Why Lamar and not uh, Ken Jennings, the one who's won it a million times?
0: True. But oh. uh, Ken Jennings had some weird uh, shit. Ken Jennings had some weird shit.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, Ken Jennings, I think, had a whole thing where he was saying pretty weird kind of racist stuff. No, or they, right? they
2: tried to pull the, the he's white supremacist kind of thing. He did this or that and this and that. But it's not true. Maybe he said the N-word before, but that that, that would be bad. Not to say <laughs> yeah. that I would uh, want to do that, but in the past, he's not saying it today. Uh, he certainly did not throw a shoe at me.
1: I think you just what? need to know when to when to call it done and just walk away. Just like that's
0: the end of Jeopardy or that. But I don't know. Levar Burton has hosted let's be has honest. hosted shows before. He has the charisma to be a host of a show. Well, yeah. Ken it's, Jennings just Star knows Trek? how to answer questions. Right. Give him a visor and let him fucking read some questions, baby. Let's I'm go. All visor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's this get get is the Yeah, where are we in this movie? Oh, we are still at the opening scene. You want wow. five fucking
2: <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, I got five fucking minutes. We did not spend five fucking minutes <laughs> yeah. on
0: that. Uh, okay, so yeah, they're, they're watching. We're James Dean. That's what started this whole fucking tirade. Is oh James wow, Dean. Right. it's still uh, that same yeah. one. Yeah. we so, should have we should have had you go back. Point. Uh, <laughs> so they they decide to drive 300 miles south to visit James mm. Dean's crash site, and it's really just. Any, any place like we've like always a guardrail. A, anywhere in Kansas where you're like, well, we're just pulling off the side of the road and peeing just or something, hung, just a random little hung a few pictures. Yeah, That's there's it, the picture there, which you also see a lot. You see like little flowers or something. If there was a wreck, the family will like come and, and memorialize where they lost somebody. So it's essentially that. It, there, there, he gets a bust at Griffith Observatory, but it doesn't get a bust where he actually was busted.
1: Oh. Ah, see what you Ah-ha. did there.
0: <laughs> but. So they pinky swear. Tommy's big on pinky swears. He does a lot of those in those movies. You but can't break a pinky swear. You Otherwise cannot. you
1: lose your pinky. Everybody have pinkies here? That's right. Because we've never broken a pinky swear.
0: You're you're correct.
1: Oh, I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> my thumb and pinkies <laughs> on both sides. Right. Thumb war. Thumb war accident. Thumb wars. <laughs> and pinky swears, thumb on wars all and swears. The thumb war of nineteen ninety nine. Most is
0: all threes over there. See it? There it is. See that That's listeners right. at home? <laughs> uh, so the pinkies were to always believe in each other And never forget dream
1: And to push <laughs> each other
0: Yeah uh, So now uh, on their drive back up to San Francisco They start talking about moving to LA Because of course Tommy has an apartment there He just has an apartment in San Francisco He hasn't been there he has an in, apartment in L.A. Said, yeah um, Which according to Greg Sestero in, in his book uh, Tommy did have an apartment in LA But he moved down first And had it and and paid Tommy rent and Tommy never cashed the rent checks until he finally decided to move down to L.A. and join Greg and then cashed all of them at once, thus overdrafting his account. But there was then, a
1: Seinfeld episode about is that. Is there? <laughs>
0: Probably. But then he then he put up the blanket partition and stayed in the living room and Greg got the bedroom. But yeah, so.
1: Oh, that's, that's
2: the difference. I didn't know that part. Yeah. That's
0: interesting. <laughs>
4: yeah, Tommy says the movie's accurate, so.
0: Yeah, right, right, right. 99.9% accurate. Except for the lighting. Except 1. for the lighting. Okay, oh, and how, how I overdraft your account. <laughs> 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 so uh, here we get Megan Mullally.
2: Yes, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman's wife. Yes, that's right. Tammy, too. Tammy, too. Tammy, too. Right.
0: Uh, she plays. It, great. Rubbed off due to <laughs> it rubbed off due to friction. I'm just here looking for daddy. Oh, wait. I mean, dad. D. Dad, dad. <laughs> dad D. Is that a, a Parks, Parks and, and Rec I was thing? I, yeah. never, I never saw that. Oh right, my show, God. better than
2: Community.
5: <laughs>
0: no. Oh,
1: I mean, I'm God looking at him. what six Community. Six I know, he's all six you
2: know, We just, I just can't just get into it. I've I do. I, I try putting it on all the time, and just it's can't like can do. It's it. like the flight of the Concords. This guy tries to get me into it. <laughs> I, I just, love I, flight of the Concords. I'm
5: not
0: into
2: it. It's not. I'm not into it. Sorry. Right. Hey, that's,
5: sorry. That's, I tried. I'm trying for you, man. I didn't
0: like it either. What? Fly the Concords? Cheers. Or community. Oh, well. Or community. <laughs> Anything starts with a C,
2: whether you will fly the Concords or community, comes from Nick. You got to be careful. He's got a point. <laughs>
0: he has got it a might point. You suck. You are really reaching.
2: <laughs> I am reaching. It's seven degrees in Nick Rider. <laughs> All right, Nick Offerman. All right, wife. so Nick
0: Offerman's wife plays Greg's mom, and she comes out to meet uh, Tommy at the car to try to talk to him. He's like, how? That's quite a fancy oh. car you have here, Tommy. Oh, yeah. wow.
1: wow.
3: Wow. Wow. How old are you? Wow. First I can asked ask My people job. that question. That- Don't want Greg age. You're 19? Yeah. I just turned 14. Wow. Happy birthday. Okay. <laughs> wow. Happy
1: birthday. <laughs> I, I died at that point. That, yeah. was, that was so funny. Oh, wow,
0: happy birthday. This is a good. Idea. This is funny. Thank it
1: goodness.
0: is funny. Uh, so they moved to Los Angeles, November 9th, 1998. That's a so- year. No.
2: Great year for Merlot. We're not drinking <laughs> fucking Merlot. Yeah. I'm not
5: drinking.
0: Sideways? Sideways. You're doing sideways. Yes. In uh-huh. the rewatch. No. It will be <laughs> 2035.
2: Yeah, that's a long ways off.
0: Um, so, yeah, as we mentioned, he only had a one bedroom apartment. He's like, What? You don't want to share bed with me? He's like,
2: <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Like, <laughs> the best acting he's ever done yeah. was that. Because he made Greg think for a second. He's like, <laughs> Oh, fuck. This guy wants to fuck me Like, like He, moved, he moved into- me down to Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. f-
4: little spoon.
2: What the- <laughs> I want to be Big Spoon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> going to big spoon my way into your prison wallet. That's what he's talking about. Woo!
4: I mean,
0: he does have the spoon. He does. There's this, the spoon. Yeah. The, the oh spoon I, I was Oh,
4: yeah.
0: Jesus. <laughs> Not on the, my ass. Quote, yeah. On my <laughs> ass. Uh, so now like Tommy immediately goes to a photo shoot. He has a weird photo he's doing and Greg's like going through one ads, you know, they're mm-hmm. trying to do the LA become an actor thing. He does go and meet with an agency. Uh, led by Sharon Stone,
1: is that who that was? That was Sharon Stone, okay. who's
0: like, "All right, hire him or oh, pick really? him up." Whatever, like, yeah. Let me take a look at you. Spin, yeah. spin yeah. around, spin yeah. around. What's with the hair? I could Rusted I could change tips. it. I'm you not, not married to, to it. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, if you're wanting to be an angel, I'll, whatever. Yeah, so <laughs> whatever, whatever it takes. Would I'll you lose gain weight, weight? I'll gain
1: weight.
2: Did, uh, Franco, I'll, oh Christian Bale. Yeah, Did Franco. <laughs> you said directed this as well. Yeah. Okay, and then yeah, dude. Yeah, he pulled. He pulled from everything. Wait, so which
1: which Franco James James directed this? Yeah, which who was he was playing? Tommy, He's Tommy. right? Yeah. Because for the probably the first up what? until this point in the movie, I thought James Franco was playing Greg, oh, and no. I was like, well, wait, I thought James was playing Tommy. Wait but a minute, no, that's like his that's fucking his younger brother, brother yeah. And yeah. so I made the joke something like, <laughs> "What are they, the fucking Baldwins of, of this era now?"
0: <laughs> that you, might be the Hemsworth. You not, uh, you, is that for real?
1: I didn't know Franco had an had a, another brother, or like seven other brothers. It took me a while so to learn you just that? has the one brother, uh, uh, just
0: one. It's just James and Dave. They look enough alike, though. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, <not> no. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, I don't your know. problem was probably that Tommy looked nothing like James Franco. I mean, they completely.
1: <laughs> well,
4: yeah. Both <laughs> of his
1: faces. Yeah. Oh, you must be kidding! No, Everyone, yeah. watched, uh, okay. now you see me. That maybe um, it's, I, I, it's no, a I magic movie,
2: yeah.
1: but no, yeah, Jim, he's been in
2: there. Wait, was
1: that the one with um, the magicians and I Jesse Eisenberg? What's the dude from White Guys Can't Jump? Uh, was he Woody? In there? Woody was he in there? Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he was. The okay, hypnotist. I think maybe I have seen that one.
2: Yeah, he's well, he's one of the magicians in there. You know okay. what
0: sucks about that? They made a sequel, and why would you not call it? Now you don't.
2: God damn it! That's good. <laughs> I made a joke. The now other you see day. me
0: too. No, motherfucker! It's right there. I made now a, g- you don't.
2: I made a good joke on our podcast yesterday. Like, why are isn't
1: you finally? You any- hey, finally. Finally, <laughs> it's a good one too. Why? Wait, hasn't, we're gonna we're gonna get the retelling of it.
2: Why hasn't anybody come up with a, a new beer and we call it COVID nineteen? That way you can say you've got a coast case of the COVID and a hundred percent chance of getting fucking drunk.
0: <laughs> I kind of like that. That's a joke. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Is this this mic on? Is
1: this mic on? Turn it up. I don't think they heard me. Let me say Uh, that again. Let's let's tell it again.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, Okay. So, as they're going around, Sharon Stone picks up David Franco. Now, uh, they go out to this bar. The bartender is Amber, who's played by Alice and Brie from Community, Los's favorite show, but also Dave Dave Franco's uh, wife.
2: Super super Superwoman? No, no, no. What? that's no, Larson Bree, Bree
0: Larson. Brie. There's Allison Bree <laughs> and Bree
2: Larson. <laughs> I know this guy named Bree La- Larson, Bree, Bree Larson. Bree Larson. Bree, is it Larson Bree
0: or no, Bree Larson? Bree Larson. Something. How do you? How are you still struggling with this? Because
2: I know a guy named Larson Bree. Really? Personally? Yeah, personally. And then when he like writes his name like uh, backwards, you know how normally we do with the writer Nick and Bennett Bree, comma. Yeah. Reed Larson, people are like, look at this guy over here. Can,
0: uh, Captain Marvel over
2: Captain here. Captain Marvel <laughs> over <laughs> here. And he's like, guys, stop it. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's pretty sweet. He's like, no, I don't like it. I, uh, he does the not like
0: it. I, the guy sounds like a real kind of a tight ass. He's, he's a, a dude.
2: Don't I? I've never, that's why I've never introduced you to because he's a bit of a fucking dick. Every like time you a- bring it up, his
1: ass puckers up tighter than a snare drum. Oh he's, Jesus! He saved my life once, <laughs> that's
2: Shawshank. Did he? He saved my life once and uh, from Gators. <laughs> so I, I, I owe I owe him my life. But so but he said he's a fucking asshole. How do yeah. you think he lost his thumb and oh, that's uh, I thought that was from
0: Thumb Wars <laughs> and Pinky Swears.
2: I tell people that because it's cooler. You don't want to lose your fucking Wait. pinkies and thumbs to Gators. Wait, what were you doing losing- that made you lose those? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. A gator, accident. it was a thumb war against a gator, and a pinky <laughs> promise that went a little too far with the gator. It all happened one fateful night. <laughs> <laughs> on next week's, yeah, no shit. On next I week's think we we just, watch party. <laughs> we changed
0: yeah. the entire topic of our podcast, so now low Ooh. stories, Those <laughs> <laughs> made-up stories. Yeah. It was a pinky or is a Thumb war with a Gator? Thumb Wars and Pinky um, Swears with Gators.
1: That's the episode title. That sounds
2: like a, uh, a fucking cake song.
0: Thumb Wars with Gators?
2: Thumb Wars and Pinky Swears with Gators.
0: Yeah. Thumb Wars and Pinky Swears with Gators. Ain't got no time for all the haters. Hi. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Hey, congrats. That's every cake song you've ever heard. Um, so now uh, they're an acting class, or Tommy has an acting class, and Bob Odenkirk stars as his teacher, or as is yep. he like the teacher was, of the best? Uh,
1: he was well disguised.
0: Pretty well disguised, yeah. Uh, he just
1: uh, had like a big heart attack or something, wasn't he? He
0: did, yeah. He like collapsed on the set, a better call saw, but he's doing all right. He's back, and everybody's. And that was great. That was like the only time. I think in the past five years, I've seen the entire internet like band together for something and all agree on About- one thing. And that was like, oh my God, Bob Odenkirk, no, be okay. Please God, be okay. I'm still waiting on more <laughs> Futurama. <sighs> I wish Futurama would come Better back. Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad? I've never watched Better Call Saul, so I don't oh. know.
4: I started it, but I...
2: Not into it.
0: Couldn't
4: get- I loved Breaking Bad.
0: But I Breaking Bad's it. fantastic. You know... Absolutely fantastic. Better Call Saul is...
2: I mean, because it's the same uh, same characters, same directors, same writers. It, it's it's superb. It's Is up it there. Kind with Breaking of Breaking bad. more. Yeah. Does it have Absolutely. more like comedic
0: moments? And it's not because better. Or fucking Breaking Bad had like a lot of edgier, seat, like white knuckle, holy shit moments. It had like a few kind of humorous well, breaks remember, in it, but it was not a funny show. It's also
2: a prequel to Breaking Bad. Right, yeah. but I'm saying, that, since so you is, get is it lot more of...
0: geared as a comedy type of show? Like, is there no, more no, 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 levity no, no. More, in it?
2: More drama, I think, right? It's it's very dramatic. Is it? I mean, okay. we're talking about a guy that is, break as, as Saul Goodman. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can know His the character. His whole backstory is, is, is incredible. and that's. I what just the figured other. if you're Joker.
0: putting Bob Odenkirk in the driver's seat of a show, like it's going to have to be,
2: yeah, you comedically thought, driven. We somehow. thought that Not would. We thought that would Brian Cranston, knowing yeah. him as true uh, from Malcolm Hal, in the Middle, <laughs> <laughs>
0: fucking coming up here a bit in this movie. Now Brian Cranston shows up and talks about Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, later in the Disaster Artist. Yeah, I mean I'll check out Better Call Saul. I've never watched. I know that he had that movie recently called Nobody. Yes. Amazing!
2: You so you watched it, right? I
0: watched it. I want to see it. Love it. Yeah, love it. It is now breaking it's, out. From it's being, now on the wish list.
2: It's it's breaking out from being comedic <clears throat> and, and being Cranston? a serious actor. Huh? That
0: was Brian Cranston. Uh, no, Bob Odenkirk. Oh, okay, Bob Odenkirk uh, had a uh, actual home invasion. So he says. So he says, yeah,
2: Prove it. but, uh, so when, when you the, don't have ring cameras, when, For when the guy cops,
0: guy. when the cops came and he was talking <laughs> to him, they were all like,
2: this guy. Hey, even commoners have uh ring, ring doorbells. Rich people should like automatically have them or the better versions of them. By they might, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. they, they just have, they DVDs. have, they just have a guy standing out front 24, four <laughs> seven. <you> a <laughs> <you laughs> ring camera. Yeah. Uh, they call them ring even no um, <laughs> ringson. Yeah. No, so Bob Odenkirk had an actual home invasion, and when the cops showed up, they're like, and you, you didn't even do anything? Like, what's going on with you, man? And he was like, fuck you. I got a family. Like, I'm not going to try to stand up to people with weapons. Like, I let them take what they needed and leave. So my family was it's fucking smart to do. I'm wealthy it's enough exactly to like replace the what the fuck ever. Like what? But it gave him the idea. So- common
1: folk got to fight for yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, so he got the idea and then he even trained for two years before they started making the movie. like he started uh, working out. He got like a fight choreographer and trained every day for, for years to get kind of in shape and learn how to do it. Uh, and it's believable. I was skeptical going in like Bob Odenkirk kicking ass. I don't know about that, but Holy fuck. That movie's good.
2: Well, you know, anyone is better than Jim Carrey when it comes from going from comic uh, actor to serious actor. Hey, Jim
0: Carrey pulled that off.
4: I liked Eternal Sunshine.
0: Eternal Sunshine was great.
2: Uh, I don't think he was that great. And I love Jim Carrey.
0: The Majestic was good. Truman Show, for being kind of comedic, still was like a heavy fucking movie. Yeah. Truman Show. So Jim Carrey can pull it off. Jim Carrey's
2: still one of the greatest actors of our time.
0: I agree. Yeah. He gets a lot of slack because he makes faces, but he's... A fucking good actor.
2: I think Brian Cranston is up there. I mean, Brian Cranston and Bob Odenkirk are like same caliber as. Uh, Brian
0: Cranston got the letter from Anthony Hopkins, like, sir, fucking Anthony Hopkins. He said, "I just watched Breaking Bad. That's the best acting I have ever seen." I don't know that anybody else has a fucking personal letter from Anthony Hopkins saying that was the best acting I've ever seen. Brian Cranston, I hope has that fucking framed above his fireplace. (laughs) Fuck yeah, I would
2: laminated. I was just right next to a can of
0: fava
5: beans.
0: Mm. (laughs) And every time he walks by, he has a, (laughs) 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 and then hits on Jodie Foster anyway. So, (laughs) but Bob Odenkirk, I I would, I, well, yeah, I'd shoot a president for
1: shoot your shot, man.
0: No, John Hinckley tried to assassinate Reagan because he wanted to impress Jodie Foster. Amen. Hey, man, that's that's Just trying. That's true. That's true. That's a real thing.
1: Man's trying. It didn't <laughs> succeed.
0: Yeah. When they when he heard shoot your shot, he took it very literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Anyway, Bob Odenkirk is trying to tell Tommy that he's like, you're perfect for a villain or you can yeah. play an ogre or something like that. Uh, really? Vampire. Yeah. yeah play an Does ogre. he say vampire? Yeah. Andy Murphy. Oh, like, hey, hey, hold
4: up. Hold
1: up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was Michael
0: Myers. Yeah, it was Michael Myers (laughs) doing his fat bastard impression as an ogre. (laughs) Jesus, those Shrek movies! God damn it! Don't worry, none of the seventeen of those are in the fucking rewatch.
1: Oh, there's still time.
0: No, there's not. So now we're at, uh, we're out at a dinner and Tommy sees Judd Apatow, another cameo. Judd Apatow sitting there. Is that that's
2: who a, that is? <laughs> that's an okay. easy one though. Yeah. I had no so idea he goes he
0: over. He like. goes over and tries to talk to Judd and starts doing the "to be or not to be" bit, and of course starts screaming Stella again because yeah. that's like his only thing. And Judd's like, "Dude, this
1: isn't how
3: we just do wanting
0: it. It's not enough. Be like,
1: uh, or not to
3: be? That be. is the question." Whether noble or in mind to a sling, and arrow. Sir, I Is this gentleman bothering you? What the fuck do you think?
1: You <laughs> He got the two fucking acts before you got here. Yeah.
0: I really? did. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was got two fucking acts. And then he goes, You're never going to make it in a million years. But after that. <laughs> so you're telling me this? Yeah. <laughs>
4: what, what, what in a million, talk?
0: <laughs> what's all that one in a million talk <laughs> um so they're pissed off they're standing on tommy's balcony that he has in his apartment that's like right down the fucking street from the capitol records building in hollywood proper this thing has got to be even in 98 thousand two thousand dollar a month fucking apartment
2: well we also Easily. learned in in emergency yeah i'll take one um that he owns a Jean Company, Street Fashions USA, uh-huh. um, which probably dabbles in all sorts of things. <laughs> we don't know what. That's the mystery of this fucking guy. And somebody's going to that's make a one documentary. Of the
0: three questions. Just get ready for one the three. It's
2: called three. Yeah, that's the documentary. It's called this. The, the three, three questions. questions? So that's right.
0: It was just like the three seashells. Yeah. From Demolition Man. Yeah. You gotta squeeze. Whatever. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so, uh oh, Sandy
1: B is like just No, care. but
0: uh he he claimed that he like bought and sold leather clothing. Uh
1: blue jeans, something that I'm- well, I am Well, he does actually have with. jeans
0: and un- and an underwear yeah. company, but at the time like he he told people he was financing the movie in in 98 through selling leathered goods. But Greg in the book says it was like real estate something <laughs> is how he was getting money. So there's still a whole lot of stories you know, and confusion about his, his I'm fortune. I'm so
2: freaking excited for a like a tell-all from this guy. I mean, he's we'll be he able to see it in our lifetime. Dude. We'll be able to see it in our lifetime, and it's going yeah. to be wonderful I, to learn everything about him. Who is this guy? I think he was D.B. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> he's D.B.
0: Cooper. Yeah, yeah Manny <laughs> has Manny's been done about that we all week. What movie
2: did we recently watch? we like, oh, you're D.B. Cooper? Oh, fuck. It was a new movie, too. Um, I'll have to think about it while yeah, we talk.
0: Yeah, get back to us on that, listeners. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so...
2: Oh, it was in Loki. If you guys watched the
0: new miniseries Loki. I have not watched Loki. It's no. got
2: uh, Owen Wilson. Whoa. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> wow. Wow.
2: Oh, you're Loki. Wow.
0: Did you ever see the cut on YouTube where it was Star Wars, but all of the blasters are Owen Wilson <laughs> saying wow. <laughs> wow? Wow,
1: wow, wow,
3: wow, wow, wow.
0: wow. wow. <laughs> The anyway internet yeah i know so anyway they're standing on his thousand dollar balcony and they decide they're gonna make their own movie right tommy has Let's this just brilliant make idea
2: home, greg well after getting rejected they were they were out they're just so pissed
0: and- off and and instead of saying fuck this i'm moving back home to kansas they say i'm making my own movie
1: <laughs> a little bit personal there huh? oh yeah did they did they
0: not say that did i
1: did I say I Kansas? Have, Did you
2: just? Project? I meant to say Missouri. <laughs> Did I just Freudian project a little <laughs> bit? <bear? laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so
2: with all my antenna, uh, into, uh, antennas, antennas,
0: <laughs> antennas, yeah.
2: All the antennas everywhere on the fields. Antennas and antennas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! That whole thing about how to pronounce antenna.
1: <laughs> You're both not right.
0: <laughs> it's An- a Caribbean Caribbean thing.
2: Yeah.
0: Same you thing. say potato. I say antenna. All right. <laughs> Potato, All antenna, right. <laughs> antenna, antenna. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> well,
1: I don't know. Why don't you replace completely replace one of the letters? The other one just leaves it off. A- an- so, t- antenna. Antenna. antenna,
0: antenna, antenna. Are we antenna? doing this again? Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Brandon, enlighten us. Say it right. <clears throat> antenna, it's antenna. See, nope. he's the one who it. That Starts wasn't with an
2: right. A. I'm saying a- antenna. No, you're not. I'm <laughs> saying you antenna. Son
5: of a bitch!
0: This is gonna be our next Twitter poll. Is how <laughs> to fucking say antenna.
2: About
0: that. <laughs> All right. So Tommy starts writing the room. The room, and he starts working out. We do and see this him working
4: montage out. Scene of him. He has a montage of him wonderful. working out
0: and writing. And what? God, he asked how to spell a word or something. I can't remember what he yells. at. Hey, Greg. How do you spell? I, I can't remember, but it was like some common thing. I don't remember what he says, but yeah, he's trying to trying to sc- to screen right here, and also like maybe a vampire. I don't know yet. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently in in the room, he did want to have a scene where Johnny's car takes off flying because he is a vampire. Even though most of it takes place during the day, so that makes no sense. Oh,
2: here he is. He is talking about it here. Yeah
3: it'll be great drama like the Tennessee Williams so there's this guy Johnny a true American hero to be played by me he has it all good luck good job made friends Greg how long is movie script? oh how long is movie script? and then this girl this beautiful girl she betrayed him but then this Lisa sleep with best friend we call best friend Mark after Mark Damon after Mark Damon Ripley Man
0: from talented Ripley man. And then this guy,
3: Johnny, he go crazy. He decide to kill himself in front of the world. And then he show them all. Oh, that's great. that's great. Also, maybe Johnny is vampire.
5: <laughs>
3: also, maybe Johnny is vampire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now we get to May 19th, 2001. The script is done. Finally, Greg is the first to read it. Again, they're at a diner and he gives them the script. Greg now rocking a beard. He wasn't rocking before.
1: I almost didn't recognize him.
0: Yeah. Like he looks.
1: Is that? Is that?
0: I mean, is I. Is that guess Nick Ryder up
1: there? What's, what's going on with that? He
0: had a with good that beard? beard. Yeah. A
1: little, a little less gray, though.
0: Okay, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, you need to read this right now. So he sits there and Tommy passes out in the booth with sunglasses, of course. And then who hasn't, of course, usually after a night of drinking, a night of hanging out with Theron, the next day you're sitting in a booth at a diner. Why did you just point at me when you said that? Because you would know who Theron is. (laughs) You're the only one here who would know who Theron is And, and listeners at home.
1: I thought you were talking about Charlize.
0: No. Oh no, we
4: have a friend named Theron. We do
0: have a friend named Theron who is obsessed with her. Uh well not obsessed. Like that makes it sound creepy. Very, very much like you and Sandy B.
4: He's a fan.
5: Ah.
0: yeah. And he wants to marry her and take her last name so he can be Theron Theron.
4: Life goals. (laughs) I
0: wouldn't be mad. It just makes sense. Just makes sense. Yeah. Uh I'm sure his plans have changed. I mean that God, that was twenty plus years ago 11. when he had that plan and now he's married and has yeah. kids of his own. So I'm sure that that is no longer oh
1: it's his still, life goal. It's,
0: it's still there <laughs> it's still in the corner. Everybody of the gets table. a free
4: pass and she's, his free pass. Yeah.
0: she's everybody's free pass. I think Sandy she's B Laura's free, free pass. pass, honestly. Oh
4: for sure. I would take it. Sandy
0: B is my free pass. Uh, Sandy B's probably everybody's free pass too, I would say. I'd drop everything. Drop everything. You'd even even trow on a glass table.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For Sandy B. <laughs> for Sandy yeah. B. Damn.
0: Woo. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so they go, they, they're, they're buying cameras now. Now this is great. Cause here's more cameos. We get Hannibal Buress, uh, who was, uh, I don't know if he was on The Daily Show. I mean, he's done some of the comedy shows. He's always been a yeah, bit actor and, had, and stand-up comedian.
1: I saw him in there. It was pointed out to me. I had never seen Hannibal Buress, though. Like, he, I had heard him. I know he's a comedian. He's funny as shit. I'd yeah. never seen him. So I was like, oh, I finally get to put a, put a face, face to the, the name. yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, and then the other guy is Jason Mantzoukas. Has I said Mantzoukas? Sure. Who's... Had a cameo in pretty much anything ever, and he always plays the fucking craziest person. So he's like you he can imagine,
1: or what? What's the Asian guy's name? Oh, Al Young. Al Young. Yeah,
0: Young Lee. Except yes. instead of being the infamous henchman like yeah. Al, yeah, he's like the crazy. Like he has a running gag on Brooklyn 99. He's this crazy guy that they always end up coming across. Oh, okay, called Pimento. He's like social uh, or. I'm so Jesus Christ, Nick Terry I like split from Reno 911. And, yeah, he's—I <laughs> mean, he's—and he's always like thinking people are out to kill him, and he's just got all these really weird mental issues. But yeah. that's what this guy does—that's his thing. So they're here and they're selling cameras, and Tommy wants to buy both 35 millimeter and digital cameras.
1: Yeah, that whole scene where they're like, oh, uh, with the camera people, they're like, well, we normally rent. Yeah, our stuff because it's cost prohibitive and they go off to the side like, we're in a fucking business to sell right. people stuff. Yeah, selling so like, stuff. Hey, that's all you need to know. Because well, they're
0: even like, are you sure? Because if you're doing film and digital, that means you it's need- Twice the crew. Two separate sets of lights to, to like double the crew because you have to shoot them both completely differently. You need double everything. Like, yeah, that's what I want. Okay, we need to talk about this. Yeah. All right. You're a fucking idiot. We're selling. Yeah. I mean, as a business, <laughs> of course. you don't care. I mean- how many thousands upon thousands of dollars did they just make that day? Oh,
1: probably. I mean, if you're for buying, profit, probably.
0: For buying two movie cameras like that. I mean, those things have got to be 10,000 or more each. Oh, yeah. They, that's mean, why they rent them. That's why they yeah, always rent them. Yeah, that's why they
1: rent them. Because, I mean, they even said they're cost-prohibited.
0: Uh, so now we get Seth Rogen shows up. He plays the...
1: <laughs>
0: who uh, laughs in real life like Tommy. <laughs> Uh, but he's the script supervisor. Oh. Uh, I do love the part where they're going through the, all the women auditioning to be Lisa. Oh. And they're like, you're cowboy." Uh, All right, partner. No, no, you sound like cowboy. Oh, okay. No, now be mermaid. Wait, am I still a cowboy? No, no, cowboy. And That's <laughs> so weird. And they're just doing all these, like, one of them has to act like she's on a horse while... I mean, we know why they wanted is... her
1: to act like she was on a horse. I mean, come on. But
4: there's a lot of riding you do in like that
3: cowboy. movie. I'm Lisa. I don't want cowboy. You do I like cowboy. You yeah. cowboy. I don't want cowboy. No, don't just do the opposite of okay. that. Okay. Ice- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Now yeah, you're yeah just do saxophone. the opposite of that. Yeah,
4: yeah. Am I still the cowboy? No. <laughs> just play saxophone. Amy just
3: play saxophone. Is it Safawa? She does costumes. Basically, do just montaging the,
2: the crew. All the auditions. Yeah.
0: Uh, pretty fucking funny scene. I like that one. Um, So, now, June 17th, 2002. First day of shooting.
2: Yep. And after 9-11. What
4: does it say 1 of 40? Is that what it says? Yeah, yeah. One, of, 1 of 40.
0: Day 1 of 40. And the song is Epic by Faith No More. You want it out, but you can't have That song fucking rules.
1: Was are we? Because there I love was a that cover song. Done. What? I
0: love that song so much. Why? I remember we did the this last night when we watched music that. video. Because it ends the end of the song after all the big, loud, dramatic stuff, and it's just a little piano piece kind of trailing off to the end of the song, and then the piano explodes, and there's a fish flopping on the ground for absolutely no reason. Oh, it's brilliant. I love it. But that song is, <laughs> but that song is great. How do you not like that song? Uh,
5: that-
0: Sucks. This song? This does not suck. <laughs>
5: not
0: way. Way. We'll <laughs> yeah, uh, try bullshit. bullshit. I forget the the singer's name. The singer of Brand no, 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 it's not
2: Brandon
0: Boyd. Uh, whatever but he has like five different bands his, this well, dude he's
2: actually he can sing in his like, voice is yeah. insane he's a very famous
0: singer uh let's see yeah 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 so i was saying because in each band his voice is like drastically different the things that that man can do with his voice is very yeah, very that's, very that's impressive. one thing
2: if you didn't if you only Michael heard something i want to say i don't know you uh you it's guys. mike Patton. yeah mike i was right <laughs> and he's got Uh, like, five ranges or something, right? That's something what he's, like, known for to have such a high and
0: low range. And different styles. So, like, if you listen to one of his other bands, then, like, his voice sounds very different and everything. That's impressive for one guy to sing like that. Uh, Anyway, Epic Rules. One of his his genres is is listed
2: as (laughs) avant-garde.
0: Avant-garde? Yeah. So, him and Tom Waits are the only two in that category. (laughs) If you go to the avant-garde section of your local record store, you're going to see... Mike Pattinson and Tom Waits. That's there right. might be a Zappa in there. Ugh. Yeah, so uh, Tommy gives a speech before they start filming. He says, I spent a lot of money for my own bathroom. It's director only, okay? <laughs> like, we literally have a building with bathroom here. No! With
1: walls. With, 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 <laughs> yeah,
0: with walls. Because this is, yeah, it's just like a curtain with a toilet behind it.
4: <laughs> and I don't think anything else.
0: No. Like even a not sink. a sink, nothing. But he apparently had plumbing right in
4: <laughs> whatever. This alley looks exactly yeah. like the alley.
0: Yeah, out so there. they have the alley why set. Do have a like, set. This is exactly the same. Yeah, I know it's Hollywood movie. Well, then why do we just film in the actual alley? No. It's not as Hollywood.
1: As the, as the script supervisor, I feel like I should see a script yeah exactly (laughs) I feel like I should
2: do so here's a good when he's like uh, motivating everybody or doing the pep talk um, he does say some things that uh, sort of I don't know give it some levity to his actual script
3: today we take first steps on a great journey after today which one of ourselves will ever be same? this play work if chemistry between character makes sense human behavior (laughs) betrayal it applies to all of us it's in ourselves you love someone what is love you need to have spirit hope be optimist but can you handle all your human behavior and behavior of others right right see what i'm saying you don't want to be good you
0: want to be great
3: Okay, I have uh, one announcement. That's the
0: bathroom bathroom (laughs) announcement, yeah.
3: But no, that's really
2: good because it is. if the movie was even half as good as that uh, that speech that he made, I don't even know if it's the real speech. Probably not. But there are cameras. I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever watched any of the extra footage. I haven't seen it. It's only available in the Blu-ray edition of the uh, Help Blu-ray
0: of the room or disaster room okay excuse me so i haven't watched any of the specials we were watching some of the special features on disaster artists we were watching but that's the making of this about the making of that but yeah because he did have a separate crew filming the crew that's filming the room
2: correct and one of it's in 35 which he comes up later
0: as he finds out that everybody's talking shit on him but yeah yeah
2: well no he's got some guy that Is doing that, but he's he's also filming in thirty five millimeter and digital. Yeah, which is digital is the new thing, and everyone's getting away from thirty five. And he's like, no, 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 no. Oh, (laughs) boy,
0: have vision.
2: But the Blu-ray, the Blu-ray version has the thirty five millimeter version. I think the versions we've seen are Uh, the actual digital? digital version. Maybe the one we watched at the Alamo. Um, was the 35 millimeter because it's an actual film. So what's the, I mean,
0: there's really no difference other than They're just shot it looks They're shot exactly a bit, the same way. Yeah. it will
2: be like very slight angle changes, but um, I don't know if there's anything actually different about it.
0: I don't think there would be. It's going to be more Jesus. crisper maybe uh, looking. One of the other 67 looking. takes of the, more I did crisper. not. What's that? More crisper.
2: <laughs> more, crisper more crisper. Yeah, m- more crisper here. Crispier.
0: Um. So now. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, or Chris. Finn. Finn. Ah. <laughs> uh, so now, now we meet Zach Efron, who's playing Chris R., the tough guy, drug dealer that beats up Denny. I didn't know that. Why has it got to be Chris R.? Why has it got to be Chris R.? Hey, Chris R., can I just call him Chris? No, his name was Chris R. <laughs> so he has to be like, oh, hey, Chris R. <laughs> he has to say R every time. So uh, there's a thing we saw in the special features uh, where James Franco's talking. He's like, I read in the book that the guy playing in the room was not an actor at all. He had just read about method acting. And so I'm playing this tough guy. So he he was like, before they started filming, he was like walking around punching walls and just trying to, be a tough guy, so he gave that a little note to Zac Efron. That's why, oh. as they're setting up this first Chris shot, Ar- you see Zac That's Efron like no, screaming, punching walls, and whatever."
1: Like, yeah, oh <laughs> God, he's this like,
0: "This monster." That guy
1: they're monster. like, "Hey, a gun's <laughs> not in the script. Where did he get yeah. a gun?" <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they almost Brandon him <clears throat> Okay, okay, they did not no? Brandon. No, nobody got Brandon lead
2: I like it. That's a good one. And then that makes him go, all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got
1: to go right. just toe across that line every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Um, yeah, that should be the rewatch party drinking games every time one of you all makes right. me go, all, all right.
1: right. All, right. <laughs> all right. All right. If there was a bingo game for the show, that would be the free square. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, seriously, I feel like I'm financially inside of you or something. Oh, okay. All right.
1: all right.
2: I'm jacked.
0: I'm jacked to the tits. <laughs> all right. You, we're drinking a lot in this episode. Yeah, we yeah. Are. Well... All right. We got to make a real Hollywood movie. Um, <laughs> make a Hollywood podcast. <laughs> gotta make a real Hollywood podcast. So, yeah, we get Zach Effron. Now, Tommy's first scene. Tommy's finally going to film his first She's scene. He's nervous. The first thing he, the first scene he films was our opening line about I did not hit her. I did not, and he line? keeps, he keeps having to get the line, and he can't, and it gets to the point where the entire crew is like, I did not hit her. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi Mark, and they all start saying it in unison because he's done it so many times, and then he comes uh, out. And he's like, I hit her. Yeah, no! Out, I hit her no! no. Are you changing the line? What? What is wrong with you? Should you just uh, hit her to make it easier? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And so then, Greg gives him that water bottle. He's like, "It's like you told me, man. You just need to find your emotion." And that's why when he comes out, he like randomly awkwardly throws the. And I love that he doesn't even move. It's all—it's like just from the elbow down. He just awkwardly like shifts his arm to the side, and that's how he throws the water bottle. I did not as he throws. Um,
2: Yeah, that's actually true. That's uh, uh, that's funny as fuck. Yeah, that
0: seems so bad. (laughs) <laughs> a scene is fucking terrible, but this scene in the disaster artist about that scene is one of the best parts of the disaster. Like I like how they highlight certain parts of the room in this movie. Cause obviously they know like everybody's going to do that. Cause Oh, hi Mark is, is a thing I've even seen memes about Oh, hi Mark, like a highlighter. Mm-hmm. And like it's it, Oh, hi Mark is like meme legendary. Now it's, so they 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 knew they had to showcase certain parts of it. Um. So here's where we find out that Tommy has the guy going around filming the filming. So he hears Seth Rogen and who's the fucking guy who's in the show The League? This other dude that keeps. I know at who you're Tommy. talking about, but think of his name gap in his teeth. Yeah, and, I know you're talking about. The I don't know dude. who the fuck he is, but everybody he's one of those that guy type of actors that we always bring up. I don't know. I he, think he's remember? hilarious. Yeah, so they're always buttonheads, but he sees the the uh, footage of those two, like, who the fuck is what the fuck is this guy doing? This dude's fucking insane. Is he a vampire or something? What's going on with this guy? So he finds out that everybody thinks he's crazy and that sucks. So and then uh also on top of that, Greg and Amber take him out to dinner and that's when they say, uh, we're gonna move in together. And Tommy's like, I'll have room for three people. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Uh uh, Greg's gonna move in with, with me. Uh, yeah, he doesn't know how to. I was like, dude, it's, it's fine. We're still gonna keep making the movie. Like, that doesn't change anything. I'll see you Monday. But it's showing, like, obviously, Tommy's not it's Getting a little needy. Not, not well. Yeah. Like, people move and people date people and then move in with people. Like, this isn't crazy. And Tommy just can't wrap his head around it. He feels so, like
2: he's being abandoned.
0: Yeah. Even though he's not like, He's being betrayed Any normal person Would be like Oh you're moving Into things right Going on, well for bro. you Cool man Right The fuck am I supposed To do
1: about rent bro Yeah
0: <laughs> I'm gonna finally Cash all your rent checks At once you Son of a batch
2: Well speaking of Cash and checks <laughs> Seth Rogen's character Sandy goes into a bank
0: That's right Yeah Yeah, yeah I got it right show? here How can I help you I'd like to cash this check If
2: uh, possible possible, if
0: possible <laughs> Okay uh, His twenties. okay Went
2: through yeah. That is shocking. Is <laughs> yeah. actually
1: money in there? This account—it's like a bottomless pit. Really? Yeah,
4: Tommy. Yeah.
1: So, uh, what's the deal? Do you work with this guy? Yeah,
0: he's a filmmaker.
4: They would not be allowed oh. to disclose yeah, that. information. You couldn't
1: do. No. You would know. This is, this know. is <laughs> your. This is, is your. This your territory, sort of. Yeah, you could. You can't like allude to how much people have in you their accounts. You can't give them
4: any information at all about
1: yeah. anything. Yeah. but oh yeah, I can cash that. 20 is yeah. okay.
2: That's the point zero one uh that's wrong oh, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah. with <laughs> the
0: lighting, the football, and the bank information. Uh, Paul Shear. Yeah, Paul oh, Shear oh, Paul Shear's the guy. Yeah, he plays name. uh Andre. That's and right. uh he butts heads with Tommy pretty repeatedly throughout the whole thing. Almost from day one.
1: And also we get uh, uh, Rafi is the other guy. Uh, Jason from the same show, The League. Uh, I forget what Jason he Yeah, that guy. He's in this movie as well. He was one of
0: the camera sellers. Yeah, that's what it
1: was. Oh, okay. That's
2: right. Yeah. Because I
1: saw him. I'm like, wait, this is Rafi, but he's not making like a fucking disgusting ass joke. It was uh, weird. I mean, I know him (laughs) from
0: cameos and everything. He's even in one of the John Wick movies. He's been in fucking everything. Yeah. I think he's in three. He's in Borat. Uh, the second one, maybe. right Yeah, the second one. Uh, no, no, no. The regular one. He wasn't he, in the first Borat. He was in the... No, no. He's in the Subsequent Dictator. Movie That's film? what it the was. Dictator, okay. The Dictator. The Dictator. I didn't see The Dictator. I was like, I know he's definitely not in the first Borat. Uh, he's also, again, like we talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine is Pimento, who's like... It's your boy, Hova. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. That sh- God, that show's amazing. <laughs> anyway, so man it's your uh, boy, so, Hova. Uh, all right. So Tommy's pissed off about the news, goes outside and like kicks over one of those newspaper machines. Newspaper machines. Uh, what do you call them? Yeah, the one where you put the quarter in and it opens the door and you grab a newspaper. Yeah, The newspaper. one where Jim yeah. Carrey got ripped off by the old lady in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I should have seen it coming. So I, I got, got ripped <laughs> off by a sweet little old lady in a wheelchair. Yeah. In a motorized car. Yeah. It? I guess it's true what they say. Old people, while slow and dangerous behind the wheel, still can serve a purpose. <laughs> Don't go dying on me now. God damn it. Coming up soon. It is coming up soon. That and that fucking sequel. God damn it! I'm not even. Wait, excited wait, about wait!
4: That. that one made it into the rewatch. <laughs> of all the things that don't. Yeah.
0: That was. Uh, thought, that was one of the first movies that. That's mi- strike two, sir. That's strike two. That was one of the first movies that Miss Passion and I went to see together when we were dating. So I got it because it was like one of our earliest dates. Together.
1: I'm sorry, but this show has nothing to do with...
0: I'm just explaining why I own the movie. You need to burn it before we get to that point. <laughs> I like, burn you a copy, or what do you mean? Uh, Just get rid of the
1: copy you have. So if that means I take it, <laughs> it's a terrible
0: movie. Yeah, edit this out, and that movie never existed. Yeah. Um. All right, so he destroys Jim Carrey's newspaper machine. And then, so next... <laughs> Every newspaper machine is Jim Carrey's, Jim Carrey's. newspaper machine now. Uh, next, we film the sex scene, the infamous oh, sex scene. And yes, the, even though it, there are two, it's the same fucking footage. So there's really the one sex scene that he uses twice it. in I love the movie. I love
1: the bag that he has yeah. on and his.
0: I mean, kudos to James Franco. <laughs> Johnson Because he's it's like a three-minute scene of him just walking around with his junk tucked in this little How bag. How much did he get paid for this movie? I don't know, but Van Damme's going to fucking talk to him. Like, you're showing too much ass, man. That.
1: Well, he showed a lot of frontal.
0: He, uh, yeah. Uh, every. I mean, everything except specifics because it's tucked in a bag, but the bag's <laughs> flopping around like the dick would be anyway. You pay
1: me a million dollars and to wear a bag on my dick. I'm doing it. I'll do it for $500,000. Appreci- I'll do it for fifty.
0: I appreciate that he <laughs> didn't try to, like, do an oversized bag or anything. Like, it's a pretty small bag. Well, he's, 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 said- not, he's not being braggart.
1: He went over to the the photography, the director of photography mm-hmm. guy, and was like, "Make it look like Titanic. <laughs> Make it look like Titanic." <laughs> but yeah, it was it was out him,
3: You, you too. You too. Fuck me out. I need this to look like Titanic. Yeah. Is that Titanic? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, trust me, it does. It does. So, yeah. everybody does. Okay, so everybody does everybody. Tommy, this is not necessary. No, very necessary. I need to show my ass to sell this movie. <laughs> At least we have a closed set. not closed set. Open set. Life is not closed set. I want everyone to see. You especially. What why? What? Brad Pitt do this in The Legend of the Falls. Julia, are you okay? Could
4: we maybe just put on some music to get in the mood? Like, maybe no. a little Alicia Keys or I'm something.
3: sorry, we're not here to promote all other people's Alicia All right? We're not here to Go. promote other people's okay, well, okay. Wait, 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 Cod, Cod, what is this? What is this? This disgusting. This what? My body? Is no, so this pimples on the makeup. Makeup, come fix this disgusting. Body. It's oh so many, the done
0: done candles, Julia. Like.
3: I'm so sorry. I'm so
0: oh, also a point. He is shopping for the little doing? waterfall glass, glass fixture thing, thing that is in the room for no yeah. reason. It's never actually in their bedroom until the sex scene, and then all of a sudden there's that it's like waterfall like raining. fixture. How you oh my know? God. Damn it. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah, on so, a card. He just rolls it so, up. So yeah. the, this poor actress is laying there and he's like pissed off and screaming to everybody. And this is where he yells at Seth Rogen and the league guy about, I know you're talking shit. And fuck you, Greg, for trying to step out on me. And everybody's a piece of shit. And Y'all pick, betray the, me. Put the camera up my ass. God damn it. And this poor actress is just like, can we film this scene? Why am I laying here naked? <laughs> this is awkward. I don't like it. He's yeah. also and, awful to her. He's very, very, very shitty to her, and 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 just again, James Franco literally walking around in nothing but a dick bag uh, for three uh, minutes, and he's swinging around I end as end. he's this screaming. The
1: Kudos! Is, I mean, it, is it weird of me to like? He knows where her vagina if, is, right? Okay. If I were in a position like that, I would love to have the confidence to just yeah. walk around, bossing people around, wearing nothing but a but dick, dick bag. bag.
0: I, I, I mean- definitely could not. I absolutely <laughs> yeah, I, could I not. I don't,
1: but it's like that's fucking confidence right there.
0: <laughs> that's James Franco, baby. You get to see pretty much every square inch of James Franco, because when he finally does film it and he's laying on top of her, and she goes, I think you're I think you're aiming a little high. Cause another part of the, the room sex scene is how it, it's a close up on his ass, but he's like at her stomach. He's like fucking her belly button.
1: Never heard of naval fucking?
0: I just on ships. Are
4: you kink shaming?
0: (laughs) Don't kink shame me. Yeah. uh, So she's like, I think aiming a little high. He goes, I aim where I aim. And then, yeah, Seth Rogen's like, is he fucking her belly? He knows where her vagina is, right? What's going on here? Uh, And goddamn. I mean, it's just such an awkward fucking sex scene. And then the fact that he reuses it again. So in the first like 20 minutes of the room, you have two sex scenes of them and her fucking Greg on the stairs. It's just like a porno, essentially. Um, Porno would have been enjoyable. (laughs) It would have been shot very,
1: you know, with quality.
0: Probably. Yeah. At least would explain that. Choice music in the water ball fixture.
3: Film now. This Marcus, I hire him do documentary, the making of the room. He capture every comment. Oh yeah, Tommy weird. Tommy like Frankenstein. He like feel like vampire rapist. I hear everything. I have ears everywhere. I hear your whispers and your souls. You're on my planet. Okay? My Wait, so you've plan. been spying on your entire production. Yeah, that's right. That's fucking crazy. There's that's how it is. Cream. So now you know. Next time you make laughter, ha, 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 ha. I don't <laughs> care who you are. You're out on the street. <laughs> what about me? Am I still fired? <laughs> that's how uh, everybody laughs. i give laughs. you one more chance.
0: Okay. All right. So now we move on to the breast cancer scene, as I call it, which is infamous in emergency exit lore. That's right. Because the first time I saw the room, I was blindsided. Basically, it was one giant reaction video, like you do with people for Two Girls, One Cup or something. And these two fuckers made me watch the room and recorded it live, and we made an episode out of it. But the mom just casually mentions, I'm dying. No, you're not. The test results came back. I definitely have breast I cancer. Def- it was really. a staple I on our intro for a while. Yeah, it was on the intro for a while when I was like, why do you just cancer. die from breast cancer or something? Um, Which uh, now yeah, I- Yeah, take now, it back. <laughs> now I definitely want to take it back because- I don't know. I, I, it I, has I, its I, context. I, well, I, I- It matters a great one deal. Of, one, of, one of my best friends in the world just just had that struggle, so now yeah. I feel bad about making light of it, so- I, I apologize. It's the context Everything is within, going to be okay. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, so, looking back.
4: Eh, but the point is that this scene makes so bad. This scene
0: it. makes absolutely For no, no sense. reason. And they bring it up in the movie, like, because she even asked Tommy, like, does that's this, cool. I've read the script, does this ever come back? This cancer thing is like, no, nah, it's, it's, that's it. It's twist. It a twist. It's a twist. It's like, no, you can't say I have breast Because in the movie, she goes about breast cancer and then it's like, and the next breath is you need to be good to Johnny. Yeah, Johnny there's no you, other mention And of it's it. just completely dropped. Everything is going to be okay. Well. Yeah. Well. And so she brings it up, but then uh, the, the set is so hot and there's no water. And he's screaming like, i got cameras. I buy everything. You buy water, Greg. And everybody's like dehydrated. And the mom or the actress playing the mom passes out. And they're like, fuck it. We're calling it. Everybody go to lunch. Kill the lights. Fucking open some doors. We got some air in here. Jesus Christ! People are passing out. Tommy, you're a piece of shit. So now uh, this is where Amber and Greg uh, run into Brian Cranston at a coffee shop, and they're talking because she knew him from some job shit. I remember it. She knew him, so they talk, and and Brian Cranston's like, "Hey, I'm directing an episode of." Malcolm in the Middle, where the boys get lost in the woods and we have to go find them, and we need someone to play a lumberjack type of character. And you got that beard there, that'd be perfect. So, you know, just show up Monday, and... Uh, you're in. And you're in. He's like, holy fucking shit! Which you would be as a struggling actor. You get to work with Brian Cranston? Goddamn yeah. And a syndicated TV show? Yeah, he's going to be, he's gonna be yeah. Breaking Bad guy soon. Yeah. Uh, Amber, I don't know if you know this, but pretty soon, he's going to be Breaking Bad. Yeah. He's going to be like a bald-looking dude. with. The He's going to be a pretty big deal. Fucking selling shit. Uh, so, But he does make a point to even say, all right, Monday, we'll see you and the beard. Ah, uh, Like he does make sure to bring and the beard. Because that's why you got the job. Yeah, that's the only we reason give you got this the job. to Anyone
1: that's got a beard. At that point, you are married to it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So now Tommy is filming the ending scene. It's shoot day 52 out of 40. <laughs> where he... Bye. He shoots himself. Why?
3: Why is this happening ah, to me? Why? God, forgive me.
0: So he shoots himself, oh. and then starts oh. writhing around, <laughs> rubbing her dress and fucking it on the ground. Oh. God. <laughs> no, don't cut! Don't
3: cut! Oh, cut. Oh. Why are you cut, Sandy? This is great. This is real acting. If you're going to writhe around with the dress,
0: maybe do it before you shoot yourself in the head and blow your brains out. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree.
3: <We> <laughs> okay, still rolling. Here we go. All right,
0: all right. So, yeah, he, he's filming ah! this. <laughs> and,
3: <laughs>
0: God damn it. James Franco committed yeah. to this movie for sure. Um, so then Greg comes up to him and is like, hey, man, uh I know Monday we're supposed to shoot this one specific scene, but can we, like, just push it back a day? Because uh, I'm supposed to go and, and film on Malcolm in the Middle. He's like, why are you betrayed me? He's like, no, not. It's just one fucking afternoon, man. Like, not everybody here needs work. We can't do everything for everyone. Like, dude, just let me go film fucking Malcolm in the, in the Middle on Monday. God, what, the, what the fuck is your problem, you know? And so... He throws a fit and ref- uh, he he doesn't refuse him. He says, you got to make choice. You either have Malcolm's middle or movie. <laughs> He's like, uh. and this is where all of a sudden, Allison Bree Amber is there and is disappointed and walks off like, man, eh, that's kind of shitty. Like you didn't even know she was there. So the the dramatic effect of her being disappointed and walking out is pretty lost because she wasn't even involved in the scene at all until that point. So it makes no sense. But. She walks away. So the next day, Greg is there. He decided to do the movie and not Malcolm in the middle. And he shaved his beard. Tommy had him shave his beard. You like it? Because that was part of the role. look
3: great. Look like baby face. You guys want to
2: play
1: some football? In Texas? No. You got to (laughs) be kidding.
4: In
0: Texas? In Texas. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was was losing.
4: Oh.
2: He was losing.
0: So now we film the... The tux scene, uh, and so they're they're filming. Yeah, they're standing around in an alley. Well, the set of an alley in tuxes for absolutely no reason. Because when we watched the room uh, Friday night, Adele said the same thing I said when you made me watch the first one. I was like, "Oh, is this the wedding day? Why are they in tuxes?" And you're like, "No." Well, then why are they in tuxes? Just watch, man. But why the tuxes? Just watch, man. And just watch. And then next scene, no more tuxes and it's never explained or anything. Yeah. That's it, just, it just glosses over it. But she's like, Oh, so this is wedding day. No. No, but they're in Tuxes. Yeah, I know. So why? Nope. Just keep watching. Nope. <laughs> nope. Just just nope. So they've, they've Oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm very busy. What's going on? Yeah. So they film they film the scene and then I do love at the end of it. You can hear Seth Rogen. It's like ADR, you know, because people are walking around moving stuff. But you hear Seth Rogen back and like, all right, let's go to a bar and forget the fucking memory of this day. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. So now uh, he also, since he's made Greg skip out on his big break in TV, drives them both up to San Francisco, which is about a five hour drive from LA to San Francisco, drive all the way to San Francisco to film a scene of them throwing a football in a park. That's it. That's it. Just keep you away from doing it. Just to keep you away from doing anything else. But what I want you to do. Yes. So and there they get into a big fight and. and uh, you know, you you fuck this up or you talk about the you know, the big, big confrontation. And Greg finally asks him the three questions: How old are you? Where's the fucking money coming from? Where are you from? And he doesn't answer. Of course, anytime he's asked his age, I don't. It doesn't. I don't think it matters who even asks him. Anytime he's asked his age, same age you are. Like he's the same age as everybody. Whoever yeah. asks him it doesn't matter. He doesn't want.
3: Greg, that damn part is seen. No way, this is your idea. Where are you from? It's a simple question. I'm from New Orleans. (laughs) New Orleans. From the bayou. The bayou. You guys hear that? This guy with this fucking accent is from the bayou. Greg, you want an easier question? Let's see, where does the money come from, huh? Greg, stop. This is on camera. I know it's on camera, just
1: like you want it.
3: All right, just tell me this one thing. How old are you? I your age, Grace. <laughs> you're, my <Yeah>. age. <laughs> you're my age. You're my age. I'm just your friend. When were you born? What year, Same Tommy? Same year as you. Same year as Same me. Year There's as no yo. fucking way you're in your 20s, all right? You are <laughs> a fucking villain. Fucking Frankenstein looking motherfucker. I'm not a fucking Frankenstein looking <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: so yeah, you never get these answers to any yeah. of these questions. Well,
1: well John Fogerty does a better job of making you think that he's from the Bayou. Wow,
0: than yeah, Tommy Russo for being a guy from the Bay Area of California. <laughs> he yeah, was way more believable about being from the Bayou. Hell, he even was born on the Bayou. Yeah, born on the Bayou. That's, <laughs> <clap>. <laughs> That's Tommy Russo's favorite song. Born on the Bayou. <laughs> But sing it like Bane. I was born on the bayou. Oh, you think the bayou's where you were born? You merely adopted it. I, (laughs) as aforementioned, was born on the bayou. (laughs) I didn't see dry land until I was a man. And by then, it was firm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, dry land's firmer than wetlands, right?
1: Usually. (laughs) Yeah, so...
0: That's I know, the best of Now reality. I shall break your back. <laughs> That's been and right. and scene. So <laughs> uh eight months later, eight months later, Greg is a theater actor. He's in a play, you know, he's doing and he's doing pretty well, you know. Uh Dave Franco is is a good actor. He's he's decent enough. Uh, but he, he was able to like suck he was being a bad actor in the beginning of the movie. And now he's getting like, he's showing the progression of Greg as he's learning how to be a better actor. actor. Right. Uh, So now he's thinking the room is totally dead. He's just doing his theater work, his stage plays and he's driving along and he sees the billboard. And I love how it's James Franco's face with a half closed eye and one of which is exactly the cover of the room. Like he recreated completely. So there was a billboard that for some reason was put up and it stayed up for five years Five fucking years for a movie. He paid it up front? Yeah. He he kept paying it, and it had a phone number. Like, movie promotion billboards don't have a phone number, because all they're doing is saying, hey, get this movie in your head, get this movie in your head. But the room billboard had a phone number, and it would go to an answering machine. Mm -hmm. But if Tommy was home, sometimes he would actually answer if people called, and would tell them, like, where the movie happened to be playing or which theater it was in and That's direct them to marketing. go see it.
1: That's good he marketing. He would answer
0: himself. Could you just imagine that? If you're just driving down fucking Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles and you see this billboard and you call the number. Oh, hello? Oh, yeah, you go see movie. <laughs> it's good movie. <laughs> it's I a make really, it. a very good movie. It's playing Hollywood Highland, 7 o'clock. Not Hollywood actor, you like them. Go. It's a real Hollywood movie. I'll meet you there. You buy popcorn. You buy popcorn. (laughs) What, is he Asian now? He's like, he's actually, we thought he's European. All the ways through fucking the movie, like there are so many times it's like, is he doing like a bad Asian thing? Is that what he's doing? Hi.
1: He doesn't like to say ours.
0: He doesn't say ours. He (laughs) leaves out words randomly. It is essentially your, your standard white guy impression of an Asian man. Yeah. Is what Tommy Wiseau sounds like um so anyway this was a real billboard and then when the disaster artist came out they bought the same billboard and promoted (laughs) the disaster artist over the room billboard so that's that was about the best marketing you could do i mean it's pretty perfect so now he gets done with his play and he comes out of the theater and tommy's standing there oh fuck so they have a nice heart to heart all right i'm sorry i'm sorry whatever So you really uh, going through with this movie? Yep, yep, we're doing it. We got a premiere coming up, and we're all going to take you to the premiere. So he agrees. Cut to next scene where Tommy comes to pick Greg up for the premiere in a limo, and every window down the entire side of the limo has a fucking flyer for the room fucking taped (laughs) up to it. And then he gets in, and there's just boxes and boxes of them. The entire back of the limo is filled with fucking room flyers and, of course, Red Bull.
2: Of course. Red Bull.
0: Because that's all that Tommy Wiseau ever drinks, apparently. Which is also
1: what we're. drinking. Oh, that drinking. is what
0: we're drinking. Well, we added vodka well, because it's still Red Bull. We, yeah, but there is still Red Bull involved. We are drinking vodka Red Bulls. It's actually made of Chuck Norris pee. Chuck Norris no. pee. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. There was a shortage last year of Chuck Norris pee. Yeah, but he's yeah, back. He's back. He together. was a little dehydrated. Not yeah, as well, much pee.
2: <laughs> it was a tough one out there. I mean, COVID. Without COVID, he yeah. even caught COVID. That's why it slowed down a little bit. Now, he was still able to produce now COVID about a billion Chuck ca- Norris.
0: <laughs> 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 that's right. Of COVID course, COVID needs a Chuck Norris vaccine. Of course he didn't actually catch the COVID. <laughs> the COVID caught the Chuck Norris. That's right. 19. God damn, that's the stupidest fucking part of that Expendables 2 movie. The first one is all right. The first one's the only one in the rewatch cuz it's at least like a a standard Stallone action shoot 'em up movie. The second one is just like Essentially like this where, oh, that guy, like cameo after cameo after cameo after cameo cameo just for the sake of having someone on screen. Chuck Norris shows up at one point and makes his own Chuck Norris joke. Nice. (laughs) And it's the stupidest fucking thing you'll ever see. Actually, it is. And and then after that, that's the stupidest thing you've seen until that point. After Mm -hmm. that, Arnold and Bruce Willis are sitting there together. And Arnold, like they're in the midst of a shootout. and Arnold's like. I'll be back. And Bruce was like, no, 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 no. You've been back enough. I'll be back this time. Motherfucker. Oh, that's so lame. It's like terrible. Everybody gets their own shit. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking stupid city. So anyway, uh, Expendables 2 is not in the rewatch. So um, so they pull up to the theater, but there's not enough people standing outside, so Tommy makes them keep driving around, and uh, the lead guy, you even said his name and I forgot it, whatever. I just the know him guy. as Rafi. Okay. No, 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 no the bald, bald guy. guy. They, they got oh, guys. the other guy. The other guy.
1: I forgot already. Yeah.
0: He's Schroeder, like. Schroeder, Schrider, Mr. Ed. Sure. Uh, he's like, did you just drive by? That's fucking weird. And Seth Rogen goes, at this point, it'd be fucking weird if he didn't do something fucking weird. That's right. <laughs> so he circles around until there's enough people. And Greg has to give him a bit of a pep talk because obviously he's he's stalling because he's nervous. So he gives a bit of a pep talk, like, "Look, man, you fucking did this, right? It's cool. Let's just go and let's face. It. Let's watch this movie. That's awesome. You made your own movie. That's fucking cool." So they finally pull up and get out and go in, and uh, same thing. We again Friday when we watched the room, two so film title cards.
2: That's right. Yes, the production
0: company logos. He got. He has two, and they make a comment because it starts and Seth Rogen goes. Two title cards. Okay, a,
4: that's he said the exact same thing yeah, when exact, I watched like, <laughs> Disaster. As like, oh,
0: again with the Waso films, like it's the same. Why? I mean, but I then guess... doesn't
4: somebody say something? and He goes, "Yeah, I had two more."
0: Yeah, he had two more.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you could say he was uh, he was proud of his. He's very proud of the the title cards. He
3: was.
0: They took pride. Oh, I thought he had the clip. Oh. Pride, pride in our production company pride logos. To yeah. Yeah. Our, our soundboard is uh, glitching right now. We took pride <laughs> <in our laughs> production company, low And I won't stand <laughs> for No one takes uh, more pride than Tommy Wiseau. So. Nah, yeah. No, definitely not. So now, so they're watching the movie. And I do like the, the sex scene comes up and everybody's like. Oh. And even the actress that plays Lisa is like, oh, oh, God, go. it's still going. It's still going. Oh, my God. Because they are uncomfortably long. It's terrible. Uh, and then they get to the breast cancer bit and that that actress is in the theater talking to her husband like, It never oh, comes back. Out. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. Um, so everybody starts laughing at it. And Tommy gets upset and goes out into the lobby and Greg goes back there and is like, Dude, you need to stop taking this so hard. You made your own fucking movie. These people are loving it. Maybe not for the reason you intended, but they're fucking loving it. And they go to the door and like, look back into the theater and everybody's having a fucking great time. And he's like, do you think Alfred Hitchcock ever got her a fucking response like this? No, probably not. Yeah. See, well, he fuck- also didn't do the same type yeah. of movies. <laughs> yeah. that would- he also did real film, but we'll talk about that <laughs> <Yeah>. later.
4: <laughs> that wasn't relevant at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's just trying to make him feel better, you know? So I, I love, they're standing there he goes, how many people can say that they have made their own movie of uh, a thousand? Like what? Oh, because you always. uh, How many people can say that? That's right, man. You should feel proud of yourself. But (laughs) they just completely like uh, derail that uh, pep talk. Pep talk. Yes, thank you. A thousand. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Probably sure. But it was just a little a funny bit, and I, I haven't read the book, so I don't know if that that part's true or not. But it cracked me up. So now, when the movie ends. Everybody gives a standing ovation. They're standing and clapping and cheering. Uh, start chanting Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. And then, and this is when the Who's like, oh, I'm sorry, Tommy, you owe us money, motherfuckers. Because that was their rock opera, Tommy. Oh, okay.
2: No, I don't get it.
0: Someone at home is laughing. I promise. Good. That was a good joke for the Who fans.
2: Who?
0: Exactly. The name of the band? Who? The band on stage? Well, who's who was on first? <laughs>
2: no, they're on stage.
0: Yeah. Uh, so he gives a little small speech. He's like, "I couldn't have done this without Greg." Calls Greg up. Now that now they're besties. Now, so uh, that's end of the movie. We get the little the little after movie scroll.
4: But he also makes a comment about, "Thank you for enjoying my comedy as I planned." It, oh yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. This is exactly Enjoy the
0: way it. I wrote it. This way exactly, I wrote it. exactly how I intended you to, <laughs> which. Obviously, very not true. So, uh, we get our little scroll after the movie. It says it was released in one theater, only one. Uh, and Tommy paid to have it in that theater for two weeks so that it was technically in theaters long enough to be uh, considered for an Oscar. Considered for the Academy, yes. And then it also says to this day, nobody knows how old he is, where he's from, or where the money comes from. So, even the scroll tells Except us for James Frank, we don't know the three questions. James Franco probably knows. And he's probably sworn to secrecy.
1: Yeah. Signed an Tommy, sign something, yeah. Tommy's yeah.
0: got his own ring doorbell guy following him around to make sure he never speaks. <laughs> nice. Um, so then we get the side-by-side. Yeah. Of the scenes from the disaster artist right next to the scenes from the room. And there are a few times the voices are a little off, but for the most part, they are spot on. They did a fucking fantastic job. Of recreating Are you playing the side-by-sides? Sound like the end of Abbey Road <laughs> A little bit Down to the flower shop The flower shop The dog Hi, doggy. Which the dog was improvised Because yeah, it was an actual flower shop That lady was the actual Just employee of the flower shop and The dog just sat there And Tommy was like Is this even real? Why this dog doesn't move? Wait, is this real dog or what? <laughs> Must be cute. Yeah. So anyway, the side-by-side. So uh, you do get to see how much Franco put into recreating it and being loyal to the actual movie. So now, here's another fun thing. During the actual credits, after the side-by-side, they play the song, The Rhythm of the Night.
5: This is the rhythm of the night. The
0: night, this is my song. but, but oh my tom or God, james franco as tommy is singing piece. along with it yeah, like yeah in the him. soundtrack the so you hear I him A A long the long night. and that know? is on the actual soundtrack i looked up the soundtrack of the disaster artist <laughs> rhythm of the night is on there performed the by fucking whoever but also performed by james franco So the version on the soundtrack is James Franco as Tommy Wiseau singing along like he's in his car with Rhythm (laughs) of the Night. And that's just one of the most brilliant fucking things I think I've ever heard. I love it. Um, So then you go through the whole, whole credits. And at the very end, after the last credit rolls up, we get a little stinger scene of, again, James Franco as Tommy standing like against the railing on this balcony. And the actual Tommy Wiseau comes up Mm -hmm. and talks to him and they talk to each other. It's like when Dave Chappelle was doing Little John and then Little John was actually on the show once and they just went, what, 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 back and forth a bunch of times, like making fun of the parody of whatever. It was exactly that for, for Tommy Wiseau and they have a whole conversation and then Tommy walks off. And, and then he even goes, oh hi Brenda or something, says oh hi to somebody. Um, so there's, there's a whole lot of like, usually stingers are bullshit, like when your movie's done, your movie's done looking at you fucking marvel like stop with it just fucking knock it off but this one was like fun the singing along during the credits and that scene uh, very good thumbs up to Franco for putting those in very well done Uh, so that completes the disaster artist everybody are you playing right oh that is it I don't know the part where he's singing along I mean, we're not going to listen to the whole song, but at some point, James Franco is singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I was in there. Oh, the yeah. oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Oh, yeah! So, so let's, go around, let's go around the old proverbial horn here. We'll start with our guest, Adele. Let us, let us know what you thought about the disaster artist, room, hold. Whole thing. It's pretty much taken up your whole weekend visit here in Yeah, Austin, I feel so. like
4: I'm going back to Kansas as a different person.
0: <laughs> because
4: for the last three days straight, did all I have done is hear
0: Tommy voice was a, in my head. You must be kidding, <laughs> aren't you?
4: And I do feel like the first thing that I need to do when I go back home is watch them both again in succession.
0: Correct. So That's apparently the idea. it's rewatchable <laughs>
4: only because you can't look away and because there's so many little freaking moments that are... I don't know. They're they're funny and unbelievable. I'm like, why the fuck is this happening? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. This is so uncomfortable. Why would
3: you do that?
0: Yeah, exactly.
4: So yeah. So yes, rewatchable uh, for the yes. disaster artist. It's going to become my new what I watch when I'm too drunk to care if I pay attention and or stay awake for the movie. I'm going to start putting this on every time.
0: Perfect. All Perfect. Right. All right. All right. So we got one.
2: All right. Well, the room is uh, not rewatchable on its own. It, 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 there's a caveat with it being rewatchable. It's rewatchable only in groups.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get we'll get to it because it's. Will get oh, it. don't worry. It's here. Um, I yeah. got a signed copy of it. I have to come back. for that. Signed by Tommy himself. That's right. <laughs> yes, you are always welcome back. Yes.
2: Um, but this one is not in that realm. It's it's a very rewatchable movie on its own. It's very funny. James Franco, one of my favorites. And I give this a highly rewatchable rating. All right. That's right.
0: And that was succinct.
1: <laughs> <Man. clears throat> I, uh, I feel like the outcast on this. I did not enjoy this movie. No. No, not really. Um, I would rather watch The Room. Wow. Then rewatch this. I don't know. The room, like, it's that cheesy, corny, like, yes, he's obviously trying too hard, but it's authentic. And then watching the movie made to parody, I wouldn't even say parody that movie, but to, like, document that movie, it was, you're trying too hard. Like, I Mm. see it. I didn't, I didn't like it. I really, I, I'd much rather watch this movie than Birds of Prey. Um,
0: (laughs) Well, that's not saying much. But
1: I, yeah, yeah, I, (laughs) I, Did not enjoy this. I All would right. much rather watch the
4: movie. <laughs> okay, you must be kidding, yeah, aren't you? You must
0: be kidding, aren't you? Care for it? Uh, I do. I like the layers of meta that Franco was able to pull so off. Meta. It is so meta. It's so meta. Um, I do like it. I like how you can tell that he. This was a passion project for him. Like he put fucking love into this thing. He put work into it for sure. Uh. I even read that he would just to keep up the voice. I mean, he wasn't like being a method actor when he was like directing behind the camera, but he would like make sure to keep the yeah. the kind of the the rhythm of the speech patterns of Tommy just to. So he was like always in in his role, working on mm-hmm. keeping this true. Yeah, um, I think again. It's hard to talk about this without talking about The Room, which I, I, I don't know how many of our listeners will have ever seen The Room, because Jesus Christ, why would you? But it's it's like watching this without knowing about The Room, you're like, what the fuck are they even talking about? Yeah. It's just a stupid movie about them making a movie. You need a
1: baseline for so it. So
0: you need to know what they're doing. So you have to watch The Room before you I feel Well, you don't have to, but I feel that this movie is 10 times more enjoyable if you get all the substance of it. If you've never seen the room, then you're missing the entire meat. You've got the fucking yeah. potato peeled. You have no potato. Yeah. You got no That's substance. The worst part.
1: Yeah. Right. Somebody likes potato skins on their own.
0: I don't mind the skins, but I need the fucking potatoes. On their I'm own. Yeah. yeah.
2: You can almost treat this as a documentary of the making. Uh, uh, of the you room. could.
0: Yeah. And, and it's almost done in that way at times. So I love how Franco did that. And he kind of towed that line. Um, I think it's very rewatchable. If Woo! if you've seen the room and you can get it, I mean, it's just it, it it's almost set up for him. All he has to do is say a line, and you'll be like, "Oh, I fucking get it. It's the greatest joke ever." Or whatever. Like, it's it's so easy for him, but he doesn't ever lean on that or skirt or like he, I don't know. He doesn't ever take the easy route. He always like has a legitimate thing uh, to his scenes in movie. I think he did a fucking great job, and this is. Awesome. Plus, you get him singing along with the ending credits, and that's just, I've never seen that before. Like, when the song on the ending credits plays, that's just a separate song, movie's done, and that it carries it over into that fucking cracks me up. I love it. So, I would say highly rewatchable. So, this is a three out of four. You're right. It tastes good. <laughs> okay, that's disgusting. What? Ew. That was gross. <laughs> oh, it tastes good. It tastes good. I
1: want to taste,
0: taste the cheese. God, she's so creepy. I don't. I did not think that Margot Robbie could ever be creepy instead of just gorgeous. But she was fucking creepy. That was at gorgeously that
2: moment. Uh, gross. Gorgeously
0: gross. Yeah, gorgeously what kind of playing? What kind uh, what kind of <laughs> cheese? You uh, kind of cheese you talking about there, Margot? Oh, we got I got I got some dick cheese. Is
2: that what <laughs> oh, you? come on! Your sister's some, right there, some dude. Some Formanda. <laughs>
0: That's gross. Some from- Is that <laughs> some fromunda? Is that what you want to taste? No no, it's cheddar, like, no literally sicko. the cheddar on my egg sandwich you fucking cheddar, pervert I hardly know her okay this episode is done <laughs> that wraps up the disaster artist uh, you can find us on twitter at their watch party you can email us at the rewatch at gmail.com let us know your thoughts on this whole room disaster artist thing or you know email us for any other fucking reason it doesn't matter just tell us some stories you know we love to hear from you uh, tell us your b-man story how about that uh <laughs> join us next week as Jamie Foxx comes man. on the show. Jamie Foxx teams up with a dentist to find his wife, and we get the origin of one of the DiCaprio memes yes. <laughs> yes. in Django Unchained. Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon and Adele. Yeah. And thanks for re-watching.
5: Leave your stupid comments in your pocket.
3: Whoa. Good cold evening, gentlemen. I'm Dr. King Schultz. What kind of doctor? Dentist? Amongst your inventory, I've been led to believe is a specimen I'm keen to acquire. What's your name? Django. And you're exactly the one I'm looking for. Hey, no sale. No, very well Please, no When I hear the trumpet sound If I were you, I'd take that winter coat You kill people Can they give you reward? They are bigger than reward I'm looking for the Brittle Brothers I know what they look like, alright <laughs> They sold my wife But I don't know the who you, you help me do that? your freedom and take you to rescue your wife. Where are we
5: going?
3: The Come on over. We got a fight going on that's a good bit of fun. Coco, oh, give me some sugar.
4: So you really free? Yes. You mean you want to dress like that? Hey,
3: I- what kind of dentist are you? Uh, touch your guns, you die. like the way you die, boy. Gentlemen, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. What's your name? No. Django.
5: The D asylum.